Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Far Out Wisdom Podcast. I hope that everybody's having a wonderful day and remember to breathe in and breathe out. Oh, my goodness. Everything is going all over the place at the moment because I'm in the process of moving out of California, baby. It's going to be very difficult to move um, at the fact that I have to put everything on hold at the moment. But it is what it is. So I did a live stream with V, uh, I believe like almost like a week ago. So um, this is the recording of the episode that we did. And I believe there was five minutes that that was gone. So this is the unedited version of it. I'm not going to do anything to it. It's just me and V having a conversation about everything from life, California, politics, communism, typical stuff that we do together. We didn't even even like plan this. It's just it just happened. So before I let you guys go to enjoy this discussion that we have with each other for like two hours, make sure to check out our sponsor, uh, Rebecca Ijen for shadowdance.com. She she will provide you with all your information about your star chart, uh, about your shadow, about your seventh house that would help you in your relationship, especially your relationship and your job. And remember to check out Podbeam. I am the affiliate. So if you want to host a podcast and would like to... You made, you made the decision moving from Anchor and stuff like that, make sure you click the link down below because the moment that you do that and sign up for Podbean, I get paid for it. So check out our sponsor, check out our affiliate Podbean. Everything that you do, it provides, um, it's a support to FAO. So um, remember to donate, subscribe, like, share, love, do whatever you gotta do. And as always guys, stay for out. Anyways, um, it, it happens, and I think you're used to it. I mean, you've been doing YouTube for like how long? You know. Hold on, let me let me just uh, let me just click start here. There we go. See, I'm streaming. You're streaming. We're both streaming. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've been doing YouTube for I think six, maybe seven years now. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I remember you used to do like a lot of streaming and stuff like that, but it gets really like uh difficult because the fact that you have to work to each other's schedule like you and i um it took us mm. a while to to record again because i mean i think the last time that we record with each other was like last year because our yeah. time difference is just so off you know it's, I mean? not, it's not really the problem um at least on youtube you can get a community guideline strike for stuff your guest says really so yeah so, so I can, yeah, I mean, Tim Pool got a community guideline strikes because of what Alex Jones said. And apparently they even misheard what he said. So I think it was like a figure of speech or something that he said. But, okay. you know, and it, it makes people paranoid. Like if if I 
just free flow. And I know I'm not going to say anything crazy, but I don't know. Like I can get a person and they can say an edge joke or they can say something that's, uh, you know, politically incorrect. And then I can get a community guideline strike on my channel. Damn. Yeah. I mean, you can't really have a conversation like openly anymore. Like you used to. I mean, when I used to no. watch YouTube, um, majority of the people that I watch were like edgy. They make edgy jokes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you, you don't see that anymore because the algorithm, they push it down. I mean, they, they lift up, you know, other content creators. Like, like for example, like your numbers kind of dropped, you know, from, from from what I see. I think I think you said you like your shadow ban or something. I don't know if YouTube does that. Do they do that? I mean, okay. So, no, not really. Um, there is edgy content. I mean, if you listen to bread tubers, they say a lot of edgy shit all the time. You know, mm-hmm. America deserves 9-11, said ha- uh, Hassan Piker. Um, if you get uh, people like Vosh, you know, calling women cunts and whatnot. It's like, yeah, I, if I were to do that, I would probably, you know, <laughs> at least have my channel demonetized. But the thing is, they're not shadow banning you. But if you look at YouTube, they only promote news from authoritative sources so by doing that they automatically put everyone else at the bottom of the search algorithm right um and on top of that you can't really make the content that stands out because yeah as you pointed out like a couple of years ago like three or four years ago a lot of people were edgy and they were making jokes and memes that everyone wanted to go on youtube because it was funny it was like beavis and butthead um but, but now you can't have that like if you were to upload any episode of south park nowadays it would get community guideline strike after community guideline strike. The only reason it does it is because the rules aren't being applied equally. Right. And what do you say to people that don't believe you when they, when you say that? Um, I think I think Hunter Avalon, he doesn't believe. I think he was like um, him and Sargon Akal was at a, um, I think, like a like a show or something that they did together. And then Hunter made the argument that the conservatives are not, you know, getting kicked off of social media and that they're, you know, it's an imagination or an illusion of some sort. I mean, YouTube outright claims it. You know, they, they, they out, yeah, they outright claim that they, they rank channels and they prop up authoritative sources. Um, I don't really think it's like necessarily they're going after conservatives. I think they're, there's like different tiers of people on the platform and the corporations are number one. I mean, they value corporations and then they have like special creators that uh, they care about. I mean, for example, the YouTube CEO went and spoke with this like guy that I don't know who he is. I'm pretty sure like some people know, but I, he was like this rich fellow living in a mansion and stuff. Mm-hmm. And everyone was baffled. It's like, why didn't she go for someone more renowned? Like, um, what's his name? Um, Philip DeFranco or, mm-hmm. you know, someone that like the community knows. Like these were very esoteric individuals with channels that weren't doing quite well, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Like people can't hear you. They can't hear me. I have to talk closer. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I think it's something to do with the audio device. Hold on. It, it's very annoying because on YouTube, it's um, there, there's a delay between between people speaking and the chat reacting. So by the time I get the feedback from the chat, it's like. Yeah, I just I have to like talk really super close to the microphone. Mm-hmm. Probably. Hold on, audio output capture. I think a lot of people, like, I think Michael Malice, he said the same thing that um, his chat was freezing um, mm-hmm. and that um, it was a lag. 
uh, from people yeah. and they were complaining that because Michael Malice, what he does is that um, they give him like money and he answered their question that along, along with the super chat. And he was like, why am I getting this so late? I mean, this is a comment that was like an hour ago. And yeah, it's I don't know how YouTube works. Yeah. All, so. No, I, I figured it out. Um, but anyway. Right. So, you know, uh, the, the thing is also like the terms of service that social media has. So. Uh, one of the big conservative talking points was about the lockdowns. You know, right. people aren't questioning whether or not they work. They're questioning whether or not it's okay to send someone home and unable to feed himself and his family. Like you're sending him off work and um, like, like, okay, he's not dying from COVID, but he's dying from famine now. You know, it's, uh, so real. yeah, like, like that is something that the TOS didn't like. And it's like, okay, but that's a conservative talking point. You know, that's a mainstream one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there's other examples like that where they like flat out decide, all right, well, this is a mainstream conservative talking point, but we're just not going to let it happen on our channel. Right. I don't know of any left-leaning talking points that aren't allowed on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, like like mainstream, just normal, basic bitch, progressive talking points. I mean, you, <laughs> basic you can, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you can you can even like go infringe progressive talking points. Like you can talk about appropriating wealth and you know, seizing the wealth from the 1% and starting the communist revolution, like arming the proletariat. Like you, you can go all out and, and YouTube doesn't give a crap. It, it's like the Bora, it's, it's like they, the like majority of these people, they, they claim to be Marxist. Um, and then they're like, it, it, look, it, like I'm pretty sure you, your audience and you know what I'm about to say. It's like, mm-hmm. if the corporation's on your side, you're not the fucking resistance. Come on. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the Boragi is not on your side, but um i think the you remember when our first stream i don't know it was like the second one i think we were talking about like mm-hmm. asian parts being sideways somebody oh, yeah, got- yeah, <laughs> the was, yeah. <laughs> so one of my one of my very progressive friends from new york was like this is the reason why a lot of the asian violence is happening because of people like you i'm like what does that have to do with anything and if you guys don't know is a lot of Asian Americans are getting attacked here in the United States of America because of COVID-19. They were talking about how like it was Trump's fault. But a lot of majority of these violence against Asians has been happening for quite some time. I mean, if you're gonna put like a different group of people together, that's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. they're really surprised because um I made a video um and I target Vit Dan Nugent. He's he was he is a um uh Vietnamese American um, novelist and he won many awards and stuff like that um and i called him out last year in may <laughs> for bailing and you know the, the writers and the looters and i, I go and I, I told him i go i really don't appreciate it at the fact that majority of these businesses and stuff like that are asian american as well and as a refugee from vietnam wouldn't you be more you know sympathetic towards the asian business owners so he wrote like this whole post and he called everybody including myself very racist vietnamese i'm not vietnamese I'm Cambodian, totally fucking different. So I made a video on YouTube and um, I call him, you know, Vidan Nugent is an idiot. He is. I mean, he's he's playing all this this narrative of, you know, like the critical race theory and stuff like that. And um, if you guys don't know or we, you don't know, uh, the Vietnamese and the Cambodians don't get along really well. It's a lot of racism uh, along mm-hmm. that area. And I told him, I go, let me switch your your tweet around and say Vietnamese supremacy, because that's what the Cambodians and the Laos and Thais believe. We believe that the Vietnamese are, well, not me, but um, from when I grew up, <laughs> that the Vietnamese were working with the Stalinists. They were working with the Soviet Union and, and like practicing imperialism. Mm-hmm. So I switched his, his his thing around. I'm like, I, 
you know, if us Cambodians do the same thing and play that role, well, technically Vietnamese are like the supremacists here in Southeast Asia. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he don't he don't see it like that because I think he he refused it because of the fact that you know he is around a lot of these woke journalists. I mean, he 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 writes for the the New York Times, but. The thing is, is that when it's a Southeast Asian person playing that critical race theory bullshit, I'm going to call it out. And I'm, I hope everybody calls it out, but it's just ridiculous. And like when it's pock on pock crime, it's like, you know, it's like these SJWs, they, they, they can't believe such thing exists. Oh, they. Oh, I lost you. Yeah, they, they made they made a new word for it. It's colorism. <laughs> what? No, I'm not kidding. Look it up. Um Pock on pock crime is called colorism. I mean, it's like when it's pock on pock crime, it's like the reason why uh, Cambodians and 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 blacks hate each other is because of white supremacy. Like, what is it? Where did the yeah? I saw that in? article. Yeah, no, I mean, to me, the the thing that you said from your American mindset is very saddening. Um, it's like okay, businesses are burning, but like these are Asian businesses. Like, does it? Because like you're trying to reach through his ideology. And try to make him care because he doesn't care like the business is operated by a human being or, you know, a countryman of his. No, no, no. It's like, yeah, he doesn't care about that. So you're like now trying to reach his sensibilities by going. It's like, okay, but what what about like your identity? Like it's part of your identity culture. Like don't don't you care? Yeah, it's so messed up. Like you, you shouldn't even have to do that. Like people should immediately look, okay, well, that's a business, right? So if the business goes burning down, all the employees now are out of a job and I wouldn't want that to happen to my business. I wouldn't want to be fired because, you know, my place burned down or something like that. But mm-hmm. Apparently, like, empathy doesn't exist anymore. Uh, someone uh, super chatted me $5. JV Tonda says, uh, ask her how many needles she dodged on her way home. <laughs> what? Well, uh, there is this Cal- thing in California. Oh, my God, dude. You guys don't <laughs> even know about. Okay. So, like I said, I live in Fresno. So I, live, I live right here in the Central mm-hmm. Valley. <clears throat> And then our governor came and he was talking about like how he's going to open California and stuff like that. <clears throat> and so what's happening is Gavin Newsom, he's getting recalled. Um, I, I pretty much did my thing. Let's see what happens. I'm not really sure what's going to happen, but um, everywhere is starting to look like San Francisco. And I feel like the Democrats didn't want to call him out because the fact that it's blue no matter who. And um, <clears throat> the funny thing how, is, how did, hold on, hold on. How did Arnold Schwarzenegger? He was red, right? How did you, he manage to win the election? Well, they 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 recalled <clears throat> uh, Gray Davis. He was a Republican, mm-hmm. and then after that, it Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, he replaced him. Um, mm-hmm. I think th- I, generally, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's like a typical like class, not classical liberal per se, but like he's like an old school Democrat. Like when you see like JFK and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I heard he was actually quite good. Like a lot of Californians tell me that he wasn't bad. And no, I, I, I think it kind of makes sense. I mean, he already had money. He already had fame. And it makes sense that he just wanted to, you know, do something good for the state. I don't think he wanted more power or fame or anything because he already had those. Yeah. <clears throat> and like um, he wasn't that bad. I mean, when I, when he was governor, I don't remember much about him, but um, I remember uh, Governor Brown. Uh, before Gavin, uh, Gavin, not, not Gavin Newsom, um, Newsom, and so um, the thing that really screwed up California was the high speed rail. That that's incomplete. It's not going to finish. We we spent so much money on that that um, everything else suffered in California. Um, mm. But the thing is, is that <clears throat> Biden is starting to like open the borders and stuff like that for you know immigrants and stuff to come mm-hmm. in. Um, 
you know, it's like, it doesn't make any sense, V. I really don't know what's going on in California. And I really, at the point where I just don't give a fuck anymore because they're, <clears throat> so right at the moment, they, they, they uh, fire 250 public officials and that includes firefighters and um, uh, policemen, right? Why did policemen. they fire them for? Like <clears throat> Because of, reason. because of COVID. Um, mm. So you would think that we need those people, especially during this time. Newsom, he released a lot of these prisoners and stuff. It's 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 um he released them under the the impression that they're nonviolent. So this is like petty crime. So mm-hmm. a, a, like in San Francisco, uh, the crime rate went up to sixty five percent. But you, yeah. you don't see you don't see mainstream media talking about that. So yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes sense. Like if if people can't feed themselves by going to work, I mean they're not going to starve to death, are they? Oh man, dude, San Francisco looked really bad. I was there like the other day. Um. A lot of homelessness, a lot of businesses closed. It did. It doesn't even look like, like it doesn't even look like San Francisco. Like, oh no, I'm not, not gonna lie. It looks worse than Romania. And Romania, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I don't consider my country to be that bad. I mean, there there's far worse nations than Romania, but it's definitely you know middle tier. Like, it's not it's not comparable to France or Paris or Germany, but like de- definitely middle tier country and uh, i look at san francisco i saw some footage from there on the internet and i'm like okay fuck i wouldn't want to live there yeah even like seattle dude <clears throat> so um seattle's the same thing um they pretty much it's the same progressive policy like in san francisco and stuff like that it just doesn't work you know what i mean like it, it doesn't work it, it's it's kind of all right to call it out but every time like i call it out i get accused of being a white supremacist a white nationalist a fascist what i'm seeing it's like, like, you guys going to call me that by what I'm seeing every single day. And like, <clears throat> dude, the cartels, they're like taking over the Central Valley. I mean, I, they've I, been. Don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like the people indoctrinated that call you white supremacist and whatnot, right? Yeah. Don't they see the same things? Like, don't they suffer the same issues? Do they, do they live in other places where this doesn't affect them? You know what? Like um, majority of these people that are like woke are like in LA and San Francisco, not in the Central Valley. Like we're very uh, working class. It's pretty much we feed mm-hmm. <clears throat> the United States of America. That's where a majority of our like farm food and stuff like that come. And um, they don't see it because the fact that they're protected, like if that makes sense, like they, they're very rich. You know what I mean? Like, people oh, like so Bosch. they live like in, in gated communities. <clears throat> yeah. I, I think Bosch is from Beverly Hills, right? Am I, am I wrong? I don't know. Where I don't from. know. I, I don't know. I don't want to speculate, but yeah, no, like if, if they, I, I noticed this, you know, like people who live in security and in, in gated places, they think everywhere is the same and, and their lived experiences applies to everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, you, you will notice this in Sweden as well. Um, it was the areas that received uh, the, how should I say, the bigger crime rates that were voting quote unquote right wing. Okay. And it was the areas that had safety and, and policing and, and all of that that were voting progressive. Isn't like with France, though, like Emmanuel Macron, he was like the ideology of American, like the philosophy of America with critical race theory is like dangerous to France. From my oh, understanding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it does, <laughs> I mean, how, the, how do you explain that American politics, okay, regarding BLM and whatnot and uh how how do they frame it? It's like uh, police shooting unarmed black people. Okay, right. Um, how does that apply in France, where France police officers don't have weapons? They don't. Yet, they don't yet, carry it, weapons in no. in France. Wow. No, as as far as I don't know, they, I think they have like the different division um, that that do carry weapons, like the uh, the the anti terror units or whatnot. But like the the average street cop, as far as I know, 
doesn't carry weapon. And, and if that's the, not the case, like if they carry weapons in France, I know 100% that in the UK they don't. Mm-hmm. So in, all, in both these places, UK, France, Germany, I think it was even like in Eastern Europe and mm-hmm. in some countries, you had BLM protests. You know, and they weren't wow. like in, in yeah, they, they weren't like in support for the United States or anything like that. No, like they were protesting the situation that happens in their country. And I'm like, okay, but like that that doesn't apply. You know, like in in the United Kingdom, um, you don't have black people getting shot by police officers. I, I just you know, like you don't you don't even see it in the news if you look at BBC. Now I'm pretty sure, like in the entire nation, they might have been like a couple of cases, but it's definitely not the same like you have in the United States. Yeah, it, you can't just bring you can't bring like American, you know what ha- what's happening like in America to other countries, you know? Because yeah. with the sla- like, I don't I don't know about like France and stuff like that. Uh, the history of slavery um, and African Americans in their end, but here in America, of course. But it's like it's leaking into other countries as well. Like um, I remember critical race theory is going to like Ireland as well mm-hmm. and Scotland. And I'm like, what? Like what? It's like I, I really don't get it. But I think um, this woke shit, it's like it's it's of course, like God saw it said, it's parasitic, parasitic. So it's, it's going to possess people like an ideological possession. You know what I mean? And um, I, I don't know. I doubt it's going to be in, like in Romania because you guys are pretty tough, you know. So um, I don't know about identity. I mean, it, it, it spreads. <laughs> it spreads through corporations. So we don't True. have that many here, you know. Like we don't have Romanian corporations. We do have some multinationals, but they don't have the power to brainwash people like uh, in other places. But mm-hmm. what what I wanted to say is, uh, you know, it, it, think about it. Okay, like a problem in the United States causes uh riots in, in in the united kingdom and france so right. of course like macron doesn't like that of course he's okay. going to say like well and, and the second thing is like yeah i mean it, it does cause division it does cause uh people to turn on each other and it's causing because re- at the core it's a revolutionary ideology so the question is why should the government fund a revolutionary ideology like why should the government fund its own revolution basically <clears throat> I don't know, like um, here in the United States of America, I'm not really sure. And I hope you're, uh, somebody in the chat will tell us. Um, I don't know how many tax uh, taxes that go to um, like Cambridge, MIT and stuff like that. I think they do. They receive. They do. Funding. They definitely do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, you know, we are funding revolutionaries. You know what I mean? Like we should mm-hmm. really. I mean, if you think about like like Pol Pot and stuff like that, majority of their their ideas came from universities. You know, when he came to the spot. Oh yeah, like there was a time where Nazism and socialism was being taught in universities, and uh, there there were exchange students from the United States that would go either to Nazi Germany or to the Soviet Union, and when they came back, it was difficult to tell which university they did. Uh, it was very easy to convert one from socialism to national socialism, but what they both had in common was a deep hatred for capitalism. Right. Right. I think I, I think Hitler was was accused of like when I hear like Nazis, <laughs> they, I hope that doesn't get you banned from YouTube. But like I hear uh, like like freaking people who are like national socialists. They say that um, Hitler was a capitalist. Um, and no. And no. so I was like, uh, you know, I, I don't have any information about that. But if you know, no, it, it was it was more like China, economically speaking. I mean, technically, you could have a private property as long as your business is working for the interest of the state. 
Mm-hmm. So at any time, like the state could come in and they could say, all right, well, these are the prices you're going to set or these are the people you're allowed to hire. You know, um, so I, is that still your property if that happens? It's right. debatable. I mean, it's, it's not the same like socialism, I guess, where they just outright take your company away. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, depending on what business you're doing, you could be left alone or the, the government could just come in and start dictating things. So. Right. And that's the same thing like happening in China as well. You know, yeah, I mean, I mean it, yeah, like in, in China, the, the CCP controls everything. And again, like the CCP allows certain businesses to operate mm-hmm. um, while certain other businesses, they get completely taken over or they get interference from the CCP. The, <clears throat> like what is like Romania? Are you guys like free market capitalism? Over there, yeah, te- well, I don't think capitalism exists anymore. I mean, all nations call themselves mixed economies anyway. So, okay, I see. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think like even America calls itself a mixed economy. Like, I, I don't think there is any nation in the world right now that identifies as pure capitalist. That's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we got a mixed economy. There's a lot of corruption here. I think it's similar to, from what I heard, New York. Like mm-hmm. if you want to do certain businesses, you have to grease the wheels, you know, like pay the people that require paying, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Very corrupt. So that's why a lot of people don't like it here. Like basically uh, multinational corporations are being left alone while the little guy gets inspection after inspection after inspection. Yeah, I know you're talking about like the same thing with COVID. That's why a lot of majority of people left California, like Ben Shapiro and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. um, the big corporation, they're thriving here in yeah. California like a lot of people do, like small businesses mom pop shops are like closing um mm-hmm. and they're like doing everything they can to survive I mean here they're starting to like lift up certain things but they're but I think Dr. Fossey said that we're gonna have to be wearing masks till 2022 oh, at like, this point I don't think they will ever lift the restrictions I, I think they're they're like when I die they're they're not going to be able to have an open coffin I, I'm 100% sure that these are just here to stay. You know, I, I, I'm willing to be pleasantly surprised if that's not the case. But the way things are going, I just don't see it ever lifted. Oh, yeah. Here um, in California, we have to double mass. So. Eh, well, here's the yeah. thing, you know, like I can tell you this as a doctor. It's like, why don't they talk about the eyes? The virus <laughs> can go through the eyes. I mean, really? if someone. Holy yeah, of shit. course. Yeah. Holy I mean, this. yeah. Well, it's a virus, right? So. Yeah. Why don't they talk about putting glasses then? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, when you go to the hospital to get a COVID test, like the person that takes the test from you, they, they cover their eyes as well. Like they have a protective gear that covers their eyes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, put like a face mask, like you had to like double mask and then put that face shield. Oops, sorry. That yeah, face but like shield, the, like... the double mask, is it required by law or is it mm-hmm. just like a suggestion? It's just like a suggestion. And um, I think it, they're starting to open schools again, um, mm-hmm. but they want it one day a week. That's it. And everything else is online. So I, what the I, fuck is the point? I mean, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, there, there was like, I, I think like the schools, they, they're following the teachers union. And it was right. like this, this really disgusting thing that I saw. And, and the, this has to do with right wingers as well. Well, not right wingers, just normal people. Let's put it like right. this, like normal people not protesting against this shit. Like they should have been in front of that chick's business, like demanding her resignation. So this uh, union boss, this teacher union boss, you know, she makes a very emotional statement about uh, how the schools need to be closed because the safety of the teachers is important, blah, blah, blah. 
And then she takes a picture on Instagram as she's in a fucking vacation in the <laughs> middle of nowhere, you know, like traveling to another country in order to get there. And it's like, oh, so your safety is only in jeopardy when you're at work. Yes. Is, is this like the working virus? But but it's not only that, you know, like yeah. if, if I was a American, right, with, with some influence, like let's say I would own a newspaper or something, you would have to start protesting against the government and be like, okay, well, if you shut down the schools, that's fine. But why are we still paying taxes for them? Like right. cut the wages, cut the fucking wages. If they're not going to work, they don't get paid. Like, uh, for example, a waitress, right? Her right. restaurant closes down. She doesn't get paid. When everyone opens up, they get paid again. Oh, mm-hmm. safety. Okay, I understand. Yeah, safety, very important. Keep them shut down, but like pay less money. You know, the money, like like have a COVID relief fund from this shit. You right. know, like the taxpayer that should go to, to education. Uh, same with politicians. Why are politicians getting paid during this? They should mm-hmm. show solidarity. That's what leaders do. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm not joking. Like, I agree, man. I, I totally agree. It's like, like if you're if you're a leader, right, you can't be seen gorging yourself with food at the French laundry from taxpayer money while yeah, the taxpayer yeah. is unable to work. So fuck you. No, you, you should show solidarity. And just like the waitress who doesn't get paid, you should not accept the money for the period that the lockdown issues. And after the lockdown is lifted, then you get paid again. And that's fucking common sense. But like, why, why aren't America like, like why are the, even like right wingers bringing this up? Right. Like that, then, like, what are they going to do? Accuse you of science denial? Like, does science say that politicians need to get paid during a lockdown? Mm-hmm. And I, um, I, I, you know, it's like I, I get into like many arguments, but like teachers and stuff, because I, I'm friends with a lot of professors and teachers. And I tell them, I go, the, the science, you guys are the same one that makes the point and make the argument against right wingers, trust the science. But the science, even Dr. Fossey has, has said to open up schools. But yet you guys. Oh, he changed his mind. I think. I think yeah. he changed his mind again. Again, he changed. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he changed his mind. No, but like the the thing is, like I don't fucking care. Like you don't you don't even bring the science argument, right? Because here here's the thing with science. They're they're mixing science and opinions. That's like true. science science tells you that urine is a great conductor. Science doesn't tell you not to piss on an electric fence. Like, right. That that's an opinion. Do not piss on an electric fence is an opinion. If someone pisses on an electric fence, that doesn't mean he's a science denier. That means either he's an idiot or he wants to commit suicide. Right. Or or he's just like an edgy boy that tries to risk it. I don't fucking know. But like the point is, right? You don't you don't even have that conversation. Like conversation should be okay, keep the schools closed, but don't pay the teachers. Mm-hmm. You know, like use the money to pay the homeless, use to finance something that that's like during the crisis. Why why are these people being paid for not going to work? Cuz don't, don't get me wrong, if I were being able to not make YouTube videos and still get fucking paid, why the fuck would I even bother at that point? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't yeah. get it. I, I I would be the number one advocate for lockdowns indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you're literally yeah. living off slavery then. Like, like other people that are, you know, working class who risk their lives going out there to work, mm-hmm. have their taxes taken away and given to people who stay the fuck at home and don't do their jobs. Mm-hmm. How does this make sense? Like literally, this this is like a society founded on slavery, where the working class goes out, has half of their wage taken away in order to give it to parasites that stay at home. That what the fuck? No, it, it doesn't make any sense. And, either. And I, I'm saying I'm saying parasites because that's how the communists in Romania used to call people that to that home social parasites. They were calling them. Yeah, like if you are, yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you are leeching off the taxpayer money, basically, like like let's say you were in a household and your parents were like university professors and you just didn't want to get a job okay. and you stood, yeah, you, you stood based on their income. They would call you a social parasite. And 
the cops would patrol the streets during working hours to find people who didn't have a job. Really? And what, what did yeah. they do? Like force them, like give them an application? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my <laughs> uncle was an engineer and he got this uh, person of Roma ethnicity, oh, yeah. which was singing at weddings. Mm-hmm. And they called that to be a liberal profession. Uh, they, they frowned upon it. So the cops caught him in the street during working hours, took him to the police station, applied yeah. the correction. And the correction means a severe beating. And they were basically saying that you make more money than a worker makes in two months by singing at a wedding. Like, how are you setting a good example to the community? Um, so they literally took him and threw him in a factory. And wow. he didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he didn't know how to do anything. And obviously, like other workers were mocking and ridiculing him because, you know, he didn't want to be there. And he also didn't know the trade. Um, But that was the reality. You know, when you when you live in a socialist country like my um, someone said for five dollars, Zenith works. All these weirdos decided to use a man's death just to push their own cause. They are communists. Yeah, I mean, I I saw. Okay, so so the way professional agitators operate is they already plan ahead like for example they say we're going these are the roads the cops use to get there you know these are the roads the uh the firefighter uses yeah and these are the stores and blah 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 and and this is how we can set up bricks next to the stores and then they wait for an event so so like at one point that event will happen like it's just you know statistics and probability that in a country with 300 million people you're going to get an event and when the event happens you know, they already have the tactics, they already have the numbers, they already know how to operate, and boom. So that's why they consider being proactive rather than reactive. Because mm-hmm. they consider like people who genuinely get upset about something and genuinely go out, they consider them to be reactive. Mm-hmm. But by planning ahead and using all these tactics, they consider themselves to be proactive. Yeah. And I think like the professional agitators, you see them like 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 Black Lives Matter and I believe in the capital riots too, from my understanding. I think they were there because oh, it, like, okay, like, <clears throat> no, like the last night I was listening to a podcast episode, like Joe Rogan did with Tim Dillon and they were talking about like, pro- pro- like professional agitators. And they said mm-hmm. that Alex Jones was the one who brought that up. They dress in all black and then they start smashing shit. And you, know, and you see videos like of that, like in black lives matter. Yeah. And you see that at the Capitol riot, like um, somebody, you know, Antifa was there as well. And so I didn't believe it until I saw some of the videos. And I'm like, like I don't even I don't even know what's real anymore. That, that I'm, I've come to that point where I'm just like I'm just gonna like get rid of social media. I'm gonna de- de- deactivate everything because I'm just so sick of this shit. Because I don't know anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's just so much information is coming at you all at once that you don't even know. Like I don't even know me personally. How how can I process this shit? You know what I mean? Like well, the I mean, I, I, I it, it doesn't matter who was there. I don't know. I haven't seen the videos, but. Uh, the security wasn't there, you know, like That's from true. my understanding, yeah. yeah, from my understanding, Nancy Pelosi was briefed about security issues and security threats, and she didn't want to do anything about it. So what happened was when uh, the impeachment came, initially, both sides said that they're not going to bring witnesses. Uh, right. But then uh, the Democrats said they will have a witness, which was basically like the, a friend that heard it from a friend that heard it from someone else type of person. And then the Republicans were like, okay, well, we got uh, several hundred people. And uh, if if they can't call all the members that they have on the list, they just want to call Nancy Pelosi. And that's when they dropped it. That, that's when they stopped wanting to bring uh, witnesses to the hearings. 
I didn't even know like how she stayed in fucking power. Like she'd been in power since we were born. You know, it's like, I don't, you know, it's like, I think AOC, she got backlash for it. Like, I think it's like the squad, they voted for her to be, you know, house speaker. And um, a lot of people. Yeah, like, but, but like the, the, the opponent was worse from what I understand. That's yeah. Why yeah. I, it's just, you know, um, here in America, like a lot of people like our politics. Um, me, I kind of like respect the old politics, like, you know, class, classical mm-hmm. liberalism and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm, I'm me personally, I'm losing faith in, in political philosophy and stuff like that because of the fact that it's so like polarized and so, um, and and you're the only one that I, I actually watch because you have like a nuanced approach to things, you know what I mean? Like your content. So, you know, it makes sense because you back your stuff with evidence and stuff like that. But now you can't even give evidence to anybody here, you know? I, I mean, the, the, the best way to follow politics is to look at the money, you know? Like it doesn't matter what people say, you need to look at their actions and where the money is going. Um, but as for evidence, I mean, yeah, you know, like social media showed that uh, what was that Hunter Biden story, you know, just boom, completely nuked off Twitter. And, you know, like, yeah, the, the social media is not free speech. And even if you were to have evidence, you wouldn't be able to present it. I heard about using DuckDuckGo like that as well, because like I think Google, they, well, not I think Google hides information from you. Mm-hmm. Whereas DuckDuckGo, it's there. So I'm thinking about using that as well. You know, it's just like I mean, yeah, but but it's uh, so so you're absolutely right. It's going to go to the point where you're going to be accused of something, and you're going to be like, hold on, like what you're accusing me? The the word you're using doesn't mean mm-hmm. what you say it does. And the person will say, no, 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 I'm absolutely right. And you'll be like, hold on, this can't be true. And you you're going to look it up online and you're going to see that you're wrong and the word now means something else and you're going to be <laughs> yeah. like okay no that 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 still can't that's be true. true so you're going to you're going to go to uh the bookshelf that you have in your house you're going to take your old dictionary dust it off and you're going to see that you were right and that what you read online was a lie right because I mean, they yeah yeah they change definitions like, like here's an example um when they talked about sexual oh yeah yeah sexual preference and they said it's offensive immediately miriam uh, uh the online dictionary changed the definition of it and they went like okay no uh sexual preference is offensive you know because like it was the scandal with acb mm-hmm. and i was like holy shit you know like if, if for something like this small they're willing to go and change an entire word then uh, imagine what they do for bigger things yep i um, you remember that story i'm trying to look it up right now where she changed the like it's like oppression she changed the definition and Miriam Webster was like it was something had to do like black supremacy or, or black oppression or something like that mm-hmm. and like black people can't be racist due to power or something like that. I don't know the story mm-hmm. she changed it, it's like they can change definition because to it, it it becomes really dangerous when you're changing definition to fit your political ideology you know what I mean? Like, I did not know that. Like, when I think about white supremacy, I think about, like, David Duke. I think about Richard Spencer. Well, it's it's in the fucking name. A person that thinks <laughs> white people are superior. I mean, yeah. it's it's literally in the fucking name. It's, it's... <laughs> you know, like, the, the V. Like, these people are not thinking the same way we're thinking. Because, okay, so you and I, when you think about white supremacy, we think about, like, the, the you know, the guys in, like, the... Oh, yeah, the yeah. It's the, yeah. Yeah. That, that's but, the tactic they use. Yeah, yeah. So. But, but to the leftists, white supremacy means white superiority meaning the system 
itself. Yeah, like, no, no. Like, you know what I mean? here, here's a better example, right? Um, the left doesn't have the public on their side, like the overwhelming amount of people, because right. like the the number of fringe activists are quite small. Right. And if you were to take on a seat, you take a far leftist, and then you take a pro capitalist, like I don't know Thomas Sowell. Right. There is no fucking way people in the audience are going to side with the leftist after they finish, you know, providing their point. Right. So they need to use certain tricks in order to get the impression that they're actually in the majority. And right. one of the tricks they do is the word definition change. So, for example, Antifa, right? And the mm-hmm. name is anti-fascism. Now, when normal people think of fascism, they think about a system that wants to control your thoughts, wants to control your life. They they want to control if you're allowed or not allowed to work, right? Uh, you know, a dictator that uses repression on political opponents. That's what they think of fascism. So when Antifa protests against fascism, people join because they think that's what they're protesting. Right. But in reality, for them, fascism is capitalism. Like they outright say that a capitalist system is a fascist system. So right. what they end up doing is like they're protesting capitalism and they show, look how big numbers we have. Look, look how many people are... And this is the tactic, you know, by changing the definition. And then they say that it's not an organization, it's a movement or it's an idea. You know, I mean, but, okay, yeah. so yeah, there's different cells. Um, but, you know, like, I'm pretty sure if someone were to map it, you would have connections that, like, you, you'd probably have, like, various cells that don't interact with each other. And as you go upper and upper, you, you end up with people connecting the dots and, you know, like... It's uh, how can I describe it? It's, it's kind of difficult because I don't think there are many organizations like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> like, you know, like with the fascists, um, I did, did under Benito, Benito Mussolini, did he ban particular books? Um, do um, you know? I, I'm not sure about Italy. I mean, I know the Nazis did, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, every totalitarian regime bans political mm-hmm. opposition. You yeah, know, like- something like Pol Pot. He did the same thing in Cambodia. Like, you remember um, um, Andy No? He released a book. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. these people in Portland, they're protesting a book. Doesn't that make you a fascist? It's not, it's not even that like okay like, so so the 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 thing that really annoys me about the book burnings is that right. back in the then like why was the well, why did they burn books it's in order to provide other people from accessing the information right because back then people could only use books in order to access like, i mean the books are word of mouth but like books were mainly used in order to access information so by burning it you're preventing other people from reading what was written there right now Today, people don't use books that much. Um, right. People mm-hmm. use social media. People use Amazon. Uh, you know, they use Kindle. So, so when you're banning someone from social media, it's literally the same as a book burning. Because what you want to do is you want to prevent other people from having access to that information. Mm-hmm. It's literally the same spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and just because it doesn't look nice that it's on a burning pile that you set it afire and everyone claps it's still the same thing that you're doing. You're, you're providing, you're preventing people from accessing that information. Right. You know, just like when they remove G- Gina Carano, um, she got oh, popular yeah. after that. She got mm-hmm. really popular. I, I think she was always popular. Yeah, um, that's true. That's true. And- so old Nussi, 10 pounds, A up V lad, it's payday. Here's your cut. Keep up the good work. Buy some glitter to decorate your poor cats. Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> I'm sorry I about your cats, V. Bed. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's doing well. Like I, I wouldn't even know it used to be sick today. Yeah. Um, I had to give it shots and it broke my heart. It's, it's difficult when like when you give a shot to a person, the human knows that you're trying to help them and they cooperate. Right. When you give a shot to a cat, they obviously don't know what's going on and they're scared. I hope the um, relationship is still good between you two. <laughs> yeah. And I got fi- five Californian dollars, nine mansplaining fee. Okay. So uh, Gina Carano. Yeah. I saw, I, I saw her thing on Ben Shapiro. Like she was doing this interview and yeah. man, like it, it's so weird. Like, first of all, apparently she's not a political activist. Like this no, is the first no, time no. she went to vote. Um, and she just didn't understand right-wingy, left-leading dichotomy. Like, uh, when she put beep boop on her Twitter, <laughs> apparently she she just yeah. did it to like to show that she can put whatever she wants on her Twitter because like right. other people put whatever they want, and she didn't expect like people to freak out at her like that. And when she went to confront, apparently like she was told uh, by her manager that she needs to speak with the LGBT activists at Disney. Mm-hmm. Like to me, like that blew my mind. It's like what Disney has like an LGBT cathedral like they have the inquisition <laughs> of the lgbt uh, that, that yeah. I, I guess like speak on behalf of all gay people like okay so so if i'm gay and i'm offended by gina corano you can have like the people at disney saying that i'm not offended or, or vice versa you know like what if i'm n- not offended at all but the lgbt inquisitors at disney claims that no 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 you did offend the community like, how, right. how do they figure out if the community is offended or not? Like, do they have um, the ability to read minds or like how? <laughs> yeah. But, but, or is it like if it offends them, it offends the community? Like, are they and the community one and the same? Yeah. You know, and and it's, it's, it's the same for me. Yeah. Like, like, like me, I'm what they consider a person of color. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then every time I say. Uh, no, I don't feel oppressed. Well, you don't yeah. speak to the Cambodian community. I'm like, I, I never said I did. I, I, I feel like these. Yeah, but like someone people. clearly does. Like someone clearly <laughs> speaks for the Cambodian community, isn't it? And, and yeah. I think like that person yeah. is like the Buddha of the Cambodian community. <laughs> or, or in the case of this day, yeah. like those people, those activists are like the Buddha of gay. Be, because they, no, seriously, like they yep. went next to the tree. And they started meditating and they became one with the LGBT universe. And now if they're offended, then the, the, the entire community is offended. And if they're not offended, yep. then the community is fine with it. Like, how the fuck does that even go? <laughs> you know, like, like the, right. the correct, right. no, the correct way, I guess, if we, if they wanted fairness would be someone offends, let's say the LGBT community or is under the accusation. Okay. Well, then you need to get a group of random LGBT people and I guess like form the same thing like you have in a trial, like you Americans have, because we Europeans don't use them like a jury, yeah. you know, a jury of random LGBT people. Uh, and you lock them in a hotel room with, without access to internet or social media for the time of the trial. And, and then they have to pass the verdict if, if what the person said is offensive or not. <laughs> that, that would be the actual democratic way to figuring it out. Because, like, if you just have a person yeah. that's put in a position of power who no one voted, like, I don't think gay people voted for the Inquisitors at Disney to represent them. Yeah. <laughs> Where, where's my fucking vote? You know what I mean? Sorry, yeah. sorry, I got I got a text message from Lydia. Um, if you guys don't know who Lydia is, she is um the chick from Tim Pool. Me and her are best friends. She just bought a car, so congratulations to her. She, she's <laughs> the chick uh, from Breaking Bad that got uh, poisoned with rice by the end of season four. 
Um, who elected these people to represent yeah. these minorities? Yeah, exactly. You know, right. like, and, and how do they get feedback from the minorities? Because that's like the thing. It's like, okay, well, they're gay. I get it. You know, like, but, but like for me, another Romanian cannot represent me if right. I don't vote for them. Right. It's like, okay, another Romanian saying like, this is offensive to Romanians. It's like, okay, well, how can you make that claim if you don't poll Romanians? Right. Right. It's, it's just, um, it, that's the same way that I feel here. You know, and like, I never was a fan of identity politics. I knew, like, I'm pretty sure you went to university at the same time that I did. I went to university, like, in 2007. Um, mm-hmm. And so I started to see that identity politics started to happen. But I never saw myself, like, as a victim or anything like that. I, I know that I was brown, but I just didn't care. Like, if I didn't get a position or anything like that, it's because I suck. You know what I mean? Like, it's not because I'm a woman. It's not because I'm I'm Cambodian. It's not because I'm a minority or anything like that. I never thought like that. And to be in that mindset, that's pretty... Um, You have to be, like, really a shitty person if you just depend on your looks in general. No, 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 no. I'll tell you how it's like. Because I had a lot of friends that used to be into social justice. Right. Um, Before that, I'll, I'll just read one <clears> super <throat> chat. Let's hope these inquisitors are more pure than the journalist inquisitors that turned out to be heretical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's that's another story. But okay, so the, the way social justice activists get pulled into this is that they usually like they, they go to university and they don't have a lot of friends, or maybe they come from very conservative families that uh didn't allow them to have a happy childhood. Right. And then when they finally get out and they're free and whatnot, it's very other social justice activists, they're very nice at first and it's like, oh, hugs and kisses and, you know, like, let's let's watch cartoons and, and pet puppies and whatnot. And, and they want that sense of belonging. And in order to get to the sense of belonging, they have to think the correct way. They, they have to say the correct things. Um, and it's it's an entire different culture where, for example, if you point out that something offended you, then all of a sudden you get more attention and people go like, oh my God, oh wow, it was, that, that happened. Um, and it becomes a game in order to like try to find more things to become offended by. And as right. you keep doing it, like eventually you genuinely do become offended by these things. It's like they're like making shit up to be pissed pissed off. Like you see a lot of like um I have in front of me like this um person uh on Twitter. This is I was I wanted to go on Twitter because of the fact that mm-hmm. I wanted to get more like people, you know, to listen to my podcast and stuff like that. But now that I saw this tweet, I'm like, nah, I don't belong. <laughs> I don't belong on Twitter because his bio, he's a journalist. It, his his um, pronouns are non-binary, race mm-hmm. queer, gender yeah. capitalist, male feminist, Zer and mm-hmm. Z, social justice, soy Oof. lattes. <laughs> That's very progressive. <laughs> like, I'm just looking at him like, what does that even, what does, what does race queer mean? Like, I don't know what that means. Like, all these terminologies uh, yeah i mean uh, th- this is something interesting i think i know what it means but i'm, I'm not so sure like maybe he's mixed race or something um so? but yeah it, yeah if you want to mind fuck a progressive and get them angry like it, it's really funny when when you get them angry and they can't articulate why they're upset um because like they inherently know that their ideology is against it but they can't explain why so um the non-binary thing okay like how do they justify it they say <clears throat> how many like how many genders are there and you go two, and they go like no because gender is a social construct okay so then you go it's like okay but there's like two sexes and they go like how do you define sexes and you're like well okay xx and xy 
and they go, okay, but what do you do with XXY? Like, what do you do with Turner's syndrome? So you see, right. like, there's there's more there's more sexes, and because there's more sexes, then you can't say there's only two. Uh, so these are what they consider gender abolitionists. Okay, mm. fine. The same argument, however, can be used for race, because and with race, it actually sticks more because you don't have a single person on planet Earth that's pure race. Like race has ancestry, and right. you get like different ancestors, which at one point, like for example, I can, and I'm pretty sure like most of us do, like we, we have some African descent in our blood. So right. does that mean that I can consider myself, you know, to be African, even though like it, uh, it, it's not a big percentage, but I can say, well, yeah, but without that small percentage, like I wouldn't exist. So mm-hmm. my, my point is like, okay, why are they advocating for race abolitionism then? Right. Because you're, you're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like your anti-racist ideology. Why don't you advocate? And they will say, well, yeah, but it's because if we do that, then a lot of historical slights and historical injustices are going to be abolished. And I can say, well, okay, but if you do that for gender, then a lot of historical slights and historical injustice against women are going Mm -hmm. to be abolished. And and you can see how they, they start to get upset when you break this up because they can't really justify it or articulate it because you're using their logic that they just used against you, against them. Like they they know they need the identity politics for their worldview to work um, and they just can't, can't discard it. Yeah, they had to like remove everything. It's, it's like deconstructing, like an idea after an idea to the point where it's like so many pieces. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like when I get into like, when I talk about CRT, and mm. I talk about this on on my my podcast episode where I talk about critical race theory is not your friend, and I I I um uh I use James Lindsay, if, and I'm pretty sure your audience know who he is, and I try to like break everything down because I'm fascinated by critical race theory myself, you know what I mean? Um, but what they when I talk to my left wing friends about critical race theory, I go, what you guys are doing is you guys are just like you know, of course, you know, causing division between races, um. And pretty much what you guys are doing is like with intersectionality, you guys are putting like this hierarchy between and white people, white cis male and heterosexuality is like right at the bottom. I go, what you guys are doing is, and and every time like I bring it up and I go, if you want to abolish race in general, then you're going to have to remove the cultures, African-American, you know, cultures, Cambodian culture, Romanian culture. And I go, what you guys are, are, are trying to do is like a utopia of everybody as a community. This is where liberalism kind of is a weak spot. You know what I mean? Like it's like different races exist, um, but then at the same time they make the argument, you know, for compassion and unity. But at the same time, you you guys want to keep your culture and stuff. So yeah, that tension's still gonna exist no matter what. You know what I mean? Like you can't. It's it's. I think with critical race theory, they don't have a problem with race per se. They have a problem with humanity. Our, our you know, our. I mean, um, it's it's kind of more complicated than that because yeah. yeah, like this is the the main point that economical Marxists bring against the um, how should I identity Marxists? Let's put it like that. Okay, like the the economic Marxists, they go like, okay, well, the bourgeoisie is oppressing the proletariat, and all we have to do is to seize the wealth from the bourgeoisie and redistribute it. The problem with the identity Marxists is that they go like the the straight cisgender white people are oppressing everyone else. Mm-hmm. But like how like like the thing with the wealth that is transmutable. Like you you can legitimately like seize the wealth from people and redistribute it, right? Like that that is something that can be done. The only problem is that the people who do this they they forget about the redistribution part. 
Right. But like you, you, you at least like have a goal. The thing with like abolish whiteness and, and other nonsense is like, well, you can't really do that because it's an inherent characteristic. Like you can't give away race, you know? It's, like, what the uh, fuck does that even mean? <laughs> what is that? No, seriously. Like, what does that even mean? Abolish whiteness. I don't even get that. Shit. Oh, I, I, I know. I, should, I know. I, what should, they mean. I shouldn't get mad. I shouldn't get mad. No, I, I know what they mean. Namaste. No, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what they mean. Okay. So it's the Nazi ideology of blood right. and soil, which basically means that race and culture are the same thing. Okay. Um, that's what they believe. And when they say like abolish whiteness, like they, they look at a white person and they will automatically put him in a box and, and because for them, race and politics are intertwined. Okay. So what they want to say when they say abolish whiteness, they, they actually mean like abolish um, the capitalist mindset. Like okay. the meritoc- yeah, like the meritocracy, objectivism, capitalist mindset patriarchy like yeah patriarchy yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but but they use whiteness because they want to stereotype white people so when they see a white person they automatically assume things like for example right i'm from romania and i didn't have any black uh, any black slaves in my family line okay like right. the atlantic mm-hmm. slave trade never went through romania but if I go into, into America and a social justice activist sees me on the street, they will assume that I'm an oppressor, <laughs> even though I come from a poorer country. And they will assume that I'm an oppressor because my ancestors had slaves. And because of that, now I have privilege. Right. And, and all mm-hmm. of this is based on just stereotyping. Like they, they don't even talk to you. They don't even like want to, you know, address anything like that. Um, and the same goes if, let's say, you have a black person who had slavers down his ancestry to you, like, let's say, 300 years ago, you know, uh, he had family members that were uh, selling uh, black people off the African coast. Right. And mm-hmm. now if that person, if that person goes into the United States today, um, he will be classified based on stereotype by liberals that, OK, well, this guy is being oppressed because of the color of his skin. And mm-hmm. because of slavery in the past, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's just like mind fucking. It's just <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a fucking oh, I don't want to say the R word. You know what I mean? It's like a mine R-A-P-E. <laughs> it's like, a... yeah, yeah, I mean, look, it's look, like... At, look at it this way. It, it, and this is what's fascinating. Do, do you notice that words like tolerance, liberty, freedom, acceptance, right. love don't appear at all in the mainstream media nowadays? Mm. Uh, I mean, true. Love is a very good example. All mm-hmm. they talk about is sex and fucking. Right. Like whenever you see an article from Vice, Jezebel, or these BuzzFeed-like publications, all they talk about is the carnal pleasure. Like lo- And, and I, I had this video on my channel where I talked about the idea that like uh, people were saying men don't like romance movies. Okay. And I said, mm-hmm. no, that's complete horseshit. Um, and that's because you, you base it on the fact that men don't like Fifty Shades of Grey and men don't like um, Twilight, which mm-hmm. are all about like carnal pleasure. You know, like you, you have this mediocre girl and it's like, who do I get to fuck? Do I get to fuck this rich Chad or do mm-hmm. I get to fuck this slightly less rich Chad? Uh, I think I'm going to fuck them both and then I'm going to pick one of them, right? Right. But men do not like that type of romance. However, they do like things like Wazaki chan where mm-hmm. it's like the love between two virgins and you know that by the end of the series, they're going to end up getting married. I know right. this sounds like very cheesy and very cliche, but if you look at men, they, they prefer anime. And, and 
perfect example. All men that I know, every single one loves Disney movies. They like Beauty and the Beast. They like mm-hmm. um, uh, Pocahontas. Uh, they, they like uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like most people who've seen this, they, they love these movies because these movies aren't about sex and carnal pleasure. They're just about love. Right. And, and they can relate to those feelings. Mm-hmm. It's like the stereoty- stereotype that men um, uh, only think about sex and they want um, uh, like these like dirty movies and stuff like that. Like I see the opposite too. Like I'm like you where like, for I example, mean, like Billy Daphne, for example, like Belle Daphne, like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> she is, I'm, this is my opinion, but she's really good at marketing for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. That girl, it's her vagina. She do her. Okay. She can do whatever she wants. That's her. But the thing that I noticed, um, I was talking to a bunch of my like nerdy friends and these guys like high IQ, these guys like doctors and stuff like that and engineers. And they're like, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. really interested in that type of stuff. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm interested in anime. I was like, yeah. okay, all right. Like hentai. <laughs> They're like, nope. Yeah. I was like, it's like, like, no, you know, it's like, I think it's like with this, like, you know, like we, we like in the nineties, you know, all these movies, these romantic comedies, they're always, they always make the guy like think about sex all the time. They're not into like mm-hmm. romance or anything like that. And it really like it, 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 um, it went from like movies to real life like they think like dudes like want one night stand and stuff like that which is not entirely true you know what i mean like guys want love too it's just that with um with well, with women we think that um i'm not talking about all women or anything like that but for when i grew up like the stereotypical male wanted like to hump things all the damn time and you know they're horny and they just want to like fuck things random things you know what i mean like american pie for example like yeah you know? i mean uh, hold on let me, let me address something in the chat because people still don't believe me mm-hmm. um when i made my statement that men do like romances mm-hmm. um i based it on demographics like first of all go into this like if you ever went into the cinema when uh disney movies were playing which are the core right. are romance mm-hmm. like you you find a lot of men there and when you go to or at least boys right like when you look at anime like uzaki chan Mm-hmm. most people that enjoy those animes are men and that's that's why you know like but if you go to 50 shades of gray or you go to uh one of these hollywood romances women mm-hmm. overwhelmingly women now i'm not saying this is a bad thing by the way you know it's like i i don't think like every product should carry to anyone mm-hmm. but but the idea that men aren't attracted into romance is false mm-hmm. and if you look at prison school okay like prison school was brought up in the chat I mean, that's a romantic comedy. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's the, the romance that the main character has towards the sister of the villain, I guess you can call it, uh, which is driving the show. And, and you want to see him get the girl, like you want to see him succeed. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I mean, I'm just looking at it and these are romance anime and men like them. So mm-hmm. you can't make the argument that men don't like romance. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> like with me personally, I have never watch twilight not at all like at all mm-hmm. i never watch uh twilight i never watch 50 shades of gray i don't have the book i don't i never masturbated to it or anything like that never. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, i'm being honest like i'm not into like those romantic stuff am i am i broken <laughs> I mean, like, you know like it's it's possible that a man maybe would like uh, a movie about like an average guy that has like two very hot girls that are foaming over him but the problem with that is that it's really unrealistic. Like, I don't think you can relate to something like that because it doesn't right. happen in real life. 
But like a girl that has like two guys that are over her and phobic over her, like maybe that can happen, which is why women kind of like Fifty Shades of Grey. Did she have two guys? Like, I don't know the story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I, I don't I don't know. Like, hold on. In Fifty Shades of Grey, no, it's just Christian. But like okay. uh, Twilight. Twilight okay. is a better example. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. A werewolf and yeah. a vampire. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like I don't <clears throat> like I remember when I I was working during that time I was not even concerned about Twilight. A lot of people was like I'm Team Edward, I'm Team Jacob, whatever. Like I wasn't into that stuff. I was more into like the philosophy stuff. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Um, if you like Fifty Shades of Grey, if you use a cucumber on yourself and whatever, I don't give a shit. That's you. You know what I mean? Like, but. I'm not into that stuff. And if people get like surprised, like you don't watch Fifty Shades of Grey, you don't know. Like, no, I don't like human sexuality is really complicated, but at the mm. same time, it's not, it's like, um, people have different preferences. You know what I mean? Like what they get turned on. And I guess you like a lot of people make the argument that Fifty Shades of Grey is proof that women want to be dominated. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, but like, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, about more TV shows that, uh, would strengthen your point. Uh, Big Bang Theory, Friends, How I Met Your Mother. They they have a lot of men watching them. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, it's all about the romance. Like entire seasons. Uh, Scrubs, another example. You know, you, you watch the whole season. It's like, oh, are they going to hook up? Are they not? And, and you go to forums and you see men talking about it. So, no, I, I completely disagree. The fact that men do not like romance um, movies or romance novels or TV shows. Yeah. Totally I, you know, one of, uh, one of a friend of mine, he wrote a romantic novel. And it's mm-hmm. published on Amazon, so and it's really successful. So you know, and he's you know, a lot of people are like, oh, is he gay? Or and I go, no, he's actually straight. He just like romant- writing romantic stories for women. You know, that's yeah. I mean, are, are, are you aware of Ozaki Chan? You know, because I keep bringing her up. You could like link me, and um, um, I, you well, know, uh, to let you guys know the audience right now, like me and V, um, I consider him my friend. Okay, mm-hmm. and I want to get to know him a little bit more. And he likes anime, and I don't get it. Okay, so Uzaki, no, like yeah. I'll tell you, like Uzaki Chan yeah. is this. Um, Uzaki wants to hang out, right? So is this uh, big titty girl in university, right. and she falls in love with this guy, and the guy is reclusive, but apparently like he's hot, and she wants to get him out of his comfort zone, and okay. that's why it's called Uzaki wants to hang out. And you look at the episode, you know, like the first episode is they are going to a date to the mall. Right. And that's relatable as fuck. You know, like I, as a guy, have taken girls to the mall. Mm-hmm. And it's just like hilarious things that are happening to them, which, you know, like, for example, he uses a VR headset that accidentally touches her boob. And, you right. know, it's an awkward situation. But that's what, you know, romance comedy is about in Japan. Like they, they use a lot of sex and induendo as comedy and humor. Right. Um, and I don't think Westerners do that. Right. Yeah. So, so that's why men like it, because it's relatable. I don't relate to Christian Grey. Like, I, I don't know how the fuck it is to be a billionaire. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know how the lifestyle is. Um, right. I can't relate to a vampire that lived for <laughs> thousands of years. And yeah, yeah. like, like that's, that's, that's the yeah. problem. Like, there, there's no oh, relatability. So you're, you're talking about like um, uh, relating to the character. I think that's what makes it, yeah. what makes things very yes. popular. Yes, it's like popular. representation okay. is bullshit. Relatability is king. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're trying to say. Yeah, that totally makes sense. About yeah, like rom- I, I, I can, yeah, I can uh, relate to a black person. I can't relate mm-hmm. to a, a white billionaire. Yeah. You know, I can't, I can't relate to Bill Gates. Like, I don't know how his he got his life cycle going. I, I can't imagine how it's like to like be the leader of a multi-billion-dollar empire. Like, yeah, I don't even know what to do with that much money. <laughs> to be honest with you, like, yeah, I like. 
billions of dollars like i can i can't really i can't imagine i will probably but not, not, not even that like I, I don't know like why he doesn't just quit i mean if i had that much money i'll be like okay well fuck it and i just quit and but um no like for these people it seems that legacy is important and it's about you know building an empire and yeah i, I probably wouldn't do that well, like, like like with if you look at history, a lot of majority of the people that want to leave legacy, it's 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 men, right? I mean, like Empire, Alexander the Great. We're talking about mm-hmm. uh, Julius Caesars and stuff like that. Um, Ceausescu is a good example of that he le- he left a shitty legacy for sure. But it's always you know. Well, I think no, I think it's women as well. Like the Queen of England, probably. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true as well. It, it's just <laughs> that we didn't have many examples of women in positions of like leadership but when you see a queen popping up in a nation or another like she she wants to leave a legacy i don't think that's, that's true. true yeah that's true too and um you know like going back to like the social justice stuff um mm-hmm. w- when you look at history this is why crt doesn't talk like every time like um you don't see a lot of like robert d'angelo like robert d'angelo who wrote the book right fragility going debates or anything like that um kimberly kimberly crenshaw she doesn't talk to james Lindsay or anything like that because if you look at history if you put crt or intersectionality for example with mm-hmm. history it doesn't make any sense because women do have power you know like yeah. in the uk you guys have a fucking queen you know it's like she's oh uh, they, you know they, I mean? they, they, they had the queen they had the female prime minister i think like the uh female of the scottish thingy was also yeah like the yeah like even in scotland and stuff like in Mm -hmm. europe you know like the queens you know they were very ruthless i mean the most i think um i forgot her name she was a queen and she was a serial killer she killed elizabeth bathory i is that her that Mm -hmm. that was a serial like she, she bathed in their blood you know women can be just as ruthless and disgusting as men you know because it's human nature I don't know why they have this idea that women are like. Um, yeah, they're, they're not even human. They're like above humanity. They're like uh, magical angels or pixies <laughs> that can never do anything. Wrong. No, yeah. it's, it's that uh, Marxists always infantilize the things they protect. Like classical Marxists would infantilize the proletariat and they would want the proletariat to have more rights and fewer obligations. That's true. Yeah. Like with this feminist, you know, the radical feminists, they believe that women are like, yes, queen, you know, and things yeah. like that. So I mean, it's, it's it's the virtue of being a woman. It's the virtue of being born that way, which is just weird. Hold on, just a second, B. Hold on. Mm. Um, the Pope got caught again on Facebook, this time looking at questionable looking anime characters. I'll get the fuck out. I don't believe that. I'm starting to think that the Pope... Uh, is being you guys sorry, have to, is being trolled he's 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 he got caught looking at porn what what happened <laughs> yeah like the pope uh, apparently got caught looking at anime characters uh there, there was like this controversy where the pope liked the only fans or instagram i forgot which to to a very hot chick and you know people were laughing about it because it's it's kind of sinful yeah she she had she had uh kind of, some pictures that made you sin with a heart and uh, then uh, he liked, I believe, another girl. And now apparently, like, he likes some anime girls. It, it, is he in charge of the account? Like, is it him? Or is it? Yeah, like, well, that's what aid? people are wondering. That's that's what people are wondering. But uh, this is the third time it happened. I don't know. I mean, it's just weird. <laughs> the Pope is like, God and Butais. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, he's got, he's got some very good taste. You know, I disagree <laughs> with his politics, but... I mean the 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 ladies that and, and by the way like the the lady that he liked 
exploded in popularity because the whole media talked about her and everyone was just, you know, like, <laughs> she maybe was the we, talk of the day. You know, day. maybe we should talk about that V for a little bit. Like, hmm. like, you know, it's like when we look at the Pope, um, hmm. he is like this God figure, right? This godly figure. God's and, vicar on earth, yes. <laughs> and like when we when we watch um, these like like celebrities and stuff, like Ellen, for example, DeGeneres. Yeah, she's mean. Mm-hmm. She's a mean person, um, mm-hmm. but she appeared as a nice person. And some people who who are friends of mine who know Ellen personally, like I don't believe this, you know. And I'm like, it doesn't surprise me. Like it's like a lot of like. I feel like humans, they have this tendency to not accept reality. You know, I mean, like the Pope, he likes booties. You know, I'm pretty sure it goes on his head. You know, he's not perfect. Um, I remember I listened to like a pod, uh, not podcast, an episode where you talk about big tits and you like big tits. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I don't know. It's like the human, they, they, they tend to like worship, you know, other human beings, which is, you know natural i guess you know it's like historically has proof i have a role model basically yeah yeah like they can't really look, look up to yeah look, look up to people yeah <clears throat> yeah they, they don't believe that people are incapable of you know just like talking about the pope for example like i didn't believe it at first i'm like no way he liked that picture of a butt or you know it's like i don't believe it I'm i mean t- i i believe it because there were popes in the past that had orgies in the vatican so no they <laughs> did well, shut the fuck up <laughs> No, seriously, it's historical. Dude, you have to link me, man. (laughs) But but I I thought, you know, like, this is common knowledge. Um, They they had... Chat, Chat, please tell me the the name of the Pope. Um, (laughs) You know, they they had orgies in the Vatican like that. You know, like, for for example, if he... Um, like I said, I'm I'm a fan of um, um, like political philosophy. I think I'm going to start mm-hmm. like an entire different podcast where I talk about political philosophy. And like, I remember learning about Benjamin Franklin having orgies, and I'm like, no way, because I I like the guy, you know what I mean? And so yeah, I mean, it, I, I guess is this all right? So so we as humans, I guess like we we got the uh, expectations for the common plebs, and then you have like a certain expectation of how a doctor should act. And then you have like this this fiction on how a politician should act, you know. Um, so when you think about Benjamin Franklin, while you're thinking about, uh, I, I can't say the saint like figure, um, right. but it's it's definitely this the best example that humanity has to offer. When you start reading about him as an American and you're a kid, and you, and then mm-hmm. when you find out that he, he's doing orgies, which is like the most, you know, like human being male desire. Right. You know, like every guy probably wants to fuck two women at the same time. Right. And you, you, but, but it's also immoral because of, you know, Christian tradition. And you're thinking like, wow, really? I mean, so, so basically he's a man, you know, like all of a sudden from that pedestal, he goes all the way down and he's at the same level with everyone else. Right. Like, uh, like- the Pope name is Caligula and the Borgia. Yeah. Uh, the most evil human in history was Kaiser Wilhelm II. He dragged Germany into World War I and helped communism win in Russia. Mm, interesting. I wish Kubu Seven was here. <laughs> that's that's interesting. Like like um like for instance, um, so if you guys don't know this nerd named Rick Steve, he does the he does a lot of travel in Europe and stuff like that. He did a very good episode on Romania, so that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um he was talking about fascism. And on the comic section of that video, you guys can look it up. It's Rick Steve Europe and it's fascism. And he did a fucking excellent 
pretty much description about fashion, like a nuanced approach to what it is, what the philosophy is. And someone got super upset at him because he was making it seem that Hitler was a good guy because Hitler pulled Germany out of, you know, he Mm -hmm. brought up their, um, I guess, economy. Yeah, the economy and everything back to, you know, its strength. And and with the same thing with Benito Mussolini. So because of the fact that it's uh, it's facts that they cannot handle that they because like i said in, in american public education um if, into your american fans well what, what, what hitler did is that he said <laughs> women aren't allowed in the workforce because uh they believe that women should be in the kkk which was church kinder and kuhe so uh basically go to church go to your kitchen and go to your kids mm-hmm. um and by removing women from the workforce when he did the statistics again for how many people are unemployed he stopped counting the women. So by definition, the unemployment dropped massively. Mm. Yeah. So like that's that's one of the things. And, and there's like a lot of statistics like that. I mean, China does similar statistics as well, where they manipulate facts or they cook the books in a way so that the, the numbers stick up. Yeah, like lifting people out of poverty. I think China bragged about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in North Korea, they, they have this idea that you know, but but also like fascism, life. fascism and Nazism are not the same. That's um, true. That's like true. Benito Mussolini. Benito Mussolini has a quote where he says that uh, nationalism has no need for the delirium of race, and he can't believe that uh, anyone can prove to him that pure races exist. So yeah, like Benito Mussolini was definitely against racismus, but Hitler has had his entire ideology built on racismus. Mm. Uh, I mean, if if you look at, oh my God, like some of the things that they were saying, because they needed more men for fighting the war. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, I think they were looking at the, uh, the Lithuanians right. and they were basically saying, it's like, okay, well, if they, like they, they managed to, to have a theory in order to justify how they would fight in the SS. And they said that back in the day, you know, Germans went there and they invaded. So the, the people around Lithuania, I think the the Lithuanians or something, you know, like is that geographical region. But like they, they were saying that they have some German in them. So there is a Kindle of Aryan blood. Mm-hmm. And when they go to war, like he, he would say that if there's like a, a division of a thousand mm-hmm. uh, and 500 would die, then the Aryan spirit would move from the dead into the living and strengthen their Aryan blood. And I was like, holy shit, you know, like that's the racist Pope motherfucker. You know, like, that, that is, <laughs> yeah. like when, you, when you read some of these things, because I, I, I used to read them like uh, when I was passionate about World War II history and whatnot, like it was right. years ago. But you read some of these things and you're, re- you're just realizing, okay, their ideology was just batshit insane. You know, like it's just... <laughs> you know, I, 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 I've got his name, but... Yeah, um, Estonians. Yeah, that's yeah. The thing. Estonians. They were, uh, I think like with the Nazis, they were obsessed with... Um, they were in Antarctica as well. Um, and, and there was a connection between the Nazis and... I'm not saying a connection, but they, they, the theory were, were the Nazis, they were talking about how Atlantis, that, that was the original white race um mm-hmm. the people <laughs> i was like wow that's pretty fascinating but um i to to go back to social justice they're the same way i mean like th- they feel like they're incapable of hate they're they they feel like they're incapable of violence and when you talk to them um especially like the stalinists for example 
Um, mm-hmm. When you said that, you know, Stalin had a cannibal island, they're like, what? You know, like, you know, I, like I, they- I don't think I don't think they, they generally do believe they're against violence, you know, not anymore. I mean, maybe That's like true. four years That's ago, true. they did. Yeah. But like today, I don't think yeah. they can make the same argument. Like, like, for instance, you know, like I make the um, uh, I was talking about how the Democratic Party was originally like the slave um, yeah. owner and stuff like that. And they mm-hmm. don't believe it. They they're, Well, they do. They do. But with the left, you can, you know, there's a, you can get away with things, whereas the right, they cannot. You know what I mean? Like the the, the Republicans, for example, they're, they're always going to be like that racist party, whereas the Democrats, they're no longer that at all. You know, they change, you know, they, they, their, their sins are forgiven. But when it comes to like the right, they can't, you know, you can get away with beating the crap out of right wing than you do with the left wing. I mean, yeah, you know, the left is entirely inconsistent. Like, for example, you know, James Gunn, they stuck up for him and they rehired him. But then you have someone like, uh, I believe is Wheaton, right? Mm -hmm. Like the guy who made... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He made Cabot in the Woods and Buffy and a lot of uh, things that were considered progressive at the time. Uh, And they didn't stick up for him. Mm. So, so, you know, like, it it just doesn't make sense. It's, It's so bizarre um but yeah i mean most of the things with the left is based on emotion and and like the person in power giving the orders because they definitely do have a hierarchy despite the fact that they claim they don't um if for example greta thunberg would come up tomorrow and she would say something they would all believe it um just like the video you did with vash you remember he said the the n-word and then he mm-hmm. he got away with it but sargon yeah didn't. because no like, <laughs> like they're, they're very yeah they're yeah. very much aware that these weapons are meant to take out their opposition it's, right. it's that yeah and, and the opposition like they kind of instinctively feel who it is because it's not always right-wingers i mean the best example that i can give is uh, a couple of journalists from new york times were fired when they suggested that the military should be called in order to quench the riots right and now you have the military called to quench the riots and they still have like fences and uh, uh, soldiers patrolling washington dc and no one is fired because of it but like if you suggested that five months ago, well, all of a sudden, and I think it's because implicitly they understand that the riots were actually meant in order to weaken Trump mm-hmm. and they were useful. Um, they, they didn't have anything against like using force in order to quench uh, civil unrest. Uh, like that's not the problem. But the problem is that they could use that logic in order to get the, the people in the center, like the, the biggest group of people on their side. So they can use that justification to convince more people that they're the good guys. And when they no longer need the problem, well, then, you know, now it's not kids in cages. Now it's overflowing facilities. <laughs> yeah, they, they can, they can, like Gina Carano, she, um, her, her, I guess it's Instagram. I'm not really sure mm-hmm. where she, she talks about like the, the, the Jews. Um, she didn't say what party she just said you know that you know political ideas and stuff like that dehumanization of yeah, the political yeah, yeah. whatever and a lot of people are like you know conservatives are not oppressed republicans are not oppressed yeah, she, blah, didn't, blah, blah. she didn't mention conservatives she didn't, yeah, she didn't yeah. yeah she didn't mention it mm-hmm. and then whereas you know her you know co-star was talking mm-hmm. about how like yeah America he posted was like, misinformation yeah he posted <laughs> the fake picture, yeah, he, yeah. He, you know what i mean and that's the hypocrisy that i really don't like and this is where you know i got kicked out and and, and if anybody knows i used to vote democrat 
And I got mm. kicked out of my own party because of the fact that I call it the bullshit of a guy named Corey Muhammad. Muhammad, he shot and killed five white guys here in Fresno, California. You guys can look it up. And I'm like, how is that not racist? Whereas my my favorite fact check was that a terrorist was on the founding member of a BLM organization, and apparently she was this person um, who. I think like was caught trying to bomb the DC capital. Like I'll have to check, but the fact checking like literally said it's like mostly false um, because terrorism can mean different things for different people. Mm-hmm. So it changes let, again. I mean, yeah. Let me see if I can find the article. It changes. You can screen share. We're um, by the way, if you guys listen, we're yeah, on Zoom. I'll, I'll... <laughs> we're on Zoom, so you can like share. Um, and I can see it as well, but I really don't get like this hypocrisy and I, I don't know. I really don't, like I said, I really don't fit in any, anywhere. Oh, yeah. Snopes, uh, Snopes apparently fact check it. Let me, let me just see if I can uh, share the screen here with you and we can look at it. Uh, but, but, you know, like I, I personally don't give a fuck, but it's as, as you pointed out, you know, it's like they, they kind of made villainy into a virtue. Right. Like things things that normal people would distance themselves from, uh, these are the things that are being promoted. While things that normal people would want to associate from, they're telling you that it's bad. Right. So all right. I'm I think I'm uh, sharing my screen. Oh, the host disabled sh- screen did sharing. I, did I did I yeah, no, it, it's okay. fine. I'll I'll just give you the link so you there can you go. see it. I think you can do it now. Yeah. All right. I hate uh-huh. Zoom. It's like I fucking hate Zoom. It's okay, like there you I, go. I, I see I'm, it. I'm sharing. Yeah, and uh, let me has... let me just share it with the chat. Uh, give me a, give me a second. Yeah, I see it. Uh, it's a um, did a convicted terrorist sit on the board of? Hold on, hold on. Order move up. Why can't I? Um... Ah. I need to I need to wiggle the things a little bit. Give me another little wiggle. Um, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'll I'll figure it out later. Uh, all right. So I got one image and I got two images and there we go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you know, like they they point out, all right, Susan Rosenberg is her name. Okay. And it's like, did did she did a convicted terrorist stay there and they're saying that she's a convicted terrorist who sat on the board of directors of Thousand Currents, an organization which handles fundraising. Okay, so not a funding member, a fundraiser. Uh, and apparently, like what she did, she was part of left revolutionary left wing movements whose illegal activities included bombing U.S. government buildings and committing armed robberies. So it was undetermined in the absence of a single university agreed definition of terrorism. It is a matter of subjective determination as to whether oh the, the action for which Rosenberg was convicted and imprisoned, possession of weapons and hundreds of pounds of explosives should be described as acts of domestic terrorism. Motherfucker, like if, <laughs> if a right winger did that. Uh, sorry, not, no, no, you're not like, why, why would I even say right winger at this point? No, if any joke. person that's a non-leftist would do that, you you wouldn't make that excuse. Like, it's it's just... Yeah, they they that. change the terminology like like the yeah. capital riots for example it, they consider that domestic terrorism right mm. whereas with you know with the with the may riots that's not 
terrorism or anything like that. So they switched the conversation. Well, they switched the definition around. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's because of having power. You know, like when you have power, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Because like, if you talk against it, you get banned. You know, there is no conversation about it. Like they tell you what the official narrative is and you need to suck it up and then just follow the trend. It's like the emperor has no clothes. It's what I keep, I, I want to make a video and call Sargon of Akkad the smooth brain. Because he always says, it's like, okay, well, the mainstream media has no power. And all you have to do is to point out that they have no power. And as the emperor has no clothes. And I'm like, motherfucker, have you read that fucking story? It's like towards the end, when the kid laughs at the emperor, do you know what the emperor does? He grins and he keeps walking. Do you know why? Because he's got a big cock. That's why. And he doesn't give a fuck what the plebs think. Like he can literally just walk naked from now on. And what are people going to do about it? You know, oh, they're going to laugh. Well, he can't just repress them. He can use his guards to beat them up until they stop laughing. Like that's what happens when you have power. You don't give a shit about what other people think. Are you still here? Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Like a... <sighs> I don't know, man. It's like <clears throat> the hypocrisy is just like really... Like even if I bring it up, I, I really... um, I don't have, you know you're the only one that gave me a platform but even if i do you know like i'm just gonna be like called like you are just gonna be a person who's participating in white supremacy because of the fact that you are a person of color you should be on our side and uh, you <laughs> you liking white dudes is a form of white supremacy because you're participating in breeding the race <laughs> so, really is that is that what i say yeah in California? yeah um, and um there you remember straight pride Okay. So, so hold on, hold on. Like they're, they're against mixed race marriage now. Mixed race, right? right. Mixed race because of the fact mm-hmm. that you are participating in white supremacy if you are dating. So, so, so if you have like, oh, y- you're shitting me. Yeah. Okay. Like, so, so, so if you if you date a white guy and you have mm-hmm. a mixed Asian kid, okay, you're, right, you're right. a white supremacist. You're you're participating in in in, in breeding um, their race and. Um, but it, hold on, is it, is it like wouldn't they want the privilege? Because like you, you would think that if white people have privilege, that it should be the duty of other people to to seduce whites in order to gain the privilege. <laughs> I mean, if it like you know, yeah. like <laughs> no, look at look at Tim Pool. Okay, so Tim Pool is half Korean, half white. So mm-hmm. what's his yeah. privilege? Like Asians are. Uh, next I mean, to- he's got he's got a lot of economic privilege. I'll give you that. <laughs> You gotta think I mean, about I, it. He, I, that guy worked like he worked. I don't like, have the money to fly Vosh into the mountains in order to <laughs> stream with him, you know. <laughs> um <clears throat> if you have a mixed race, and if you guys know I have a mixed race baby. So like you what is how does that even like like okay, so the reason why I say this is because um I my friends are, you know, they're the ones who, you know, bit straight pride. And that, that happened in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were passing, Antifa was passing out this flyer that, um, you are participating in white supremacy if you date white people. You know what I mean? But aren't Antifa white though? I mean, we don't, do we have, we, we see their pictures, but the thing that, that they don't believe is that you have to provide statistics. And I'm like, the pictures are there. Look at Portland. Well, no, I mean, look, if you, if, you, if you take a group of people from a clans rally and you take another group of people from an Antifa rally and you mix them up and then you ask like random people to tell which is which, they probably <laughs> wouldn't be able to do the difference. And I, I probably <laughs> would just because like, I guess Antifa, they, they look more corporate. You know, True. it's like they, 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, they have. No, like have these... you seen those people, man? They are like, they are like the. Um, <clears throat> I kind of feel sorry for them, and this is me, my female side coming out. Like, mm. I feel sorry for them because the fact that they look like the type of people that you see at the bottom of the hierarchy. Does that make sense? You know, like yeah, I mean the the, the ones that get bullied at school. Yeah, yeah, like Peterson talks about those people that that they become so angry at the world that they become, mm. you know, they bring it out on other people. Like, really, Antifa has been protesting for quite some time, regardless of Biden. They don't like Biden either. Oh yeah, absolutely. They, well, they said they will keep protesting, but but like the difference is when. The establishment helps them versus when the establishment doesn't give a fuck about them. Do you think like when the establishment doesn't yeah. give a fuck about them? Like you, you notice when they started protesting at the politician's house, because like this, this is like what I what I can make in common with the DC riots and with the leftist riots. Like the thing they have in common and the moral of the story is the moment you protest against the politicians, you're done. It's like Antifa, right? The moment they get in Portland, they go at Ted Wheeler's house, boom, the next day they're shut down. Right. Uh, uh, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. The moment they went and protested that in front of the mayor, boom, they got shot down. You right. know, the, the the people, the right-wingers, right? They go at Capitol Hill, they break in, boom, they get shot down. It's like, okay. So in other words, as long as you're burning down neighborhoods and fellow citizens, like they don't give a fuck. You know, like you can do that for as long as you like. Uh, just, don't pro- just don't go do that to the proper neighborhoods. It's like when BLM was burning down places, it's like, okay, it's mostly peaceful. But when they went to CNN, all of a sudden there was police presence there. Yep, and they <clears throat> they really fucked up CNN, like the headquarters. Yeah, they really destroyed they, it. yeah like, they, they, no, well, no, they didn't. They, they couldn't even get past the lobby. That's true, that's true, yeah. But, but like, the, the, front, the thing yeah. that I'm trying to say is like, uh, you know, when, when they were in the hood and they were, uh, you know, rioting against other minorities, like there was no cops there. There's no police there. But when they go into the rich neighborhoods, all of a sudden you have a police presence and they, they manage to push back the rioters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like um, not too long ago, somebody went to take a shit at Nancy Pelosi's house. And then she started to, she was like, you know, don't do this. And she was like getting really oh, yeah, angry. Yeah. And then and, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, no, yeah, I think yeah. she, there's going to be like, I think there's going to be like a fence. On, I think they put a fence around her house now because the fact that. Well, I'm pretty sure they shit. did. I mean, yeah, you know, like all these people, they use identity politics in order to distract from class politics. Right. Like and that, th- that is yeah. definitely a class difference. You know, like, exactly. Like, like why, why is there a fence now around Washington, D.C. when all the experts are saying that there is no threat to warrant that? It's right. because I, I'm pretty sure that the politicians, they love having like their secluded neighborhood now. You know, it's like a it, it's like a enclosed area, like a um, uh, like a suburb now. You know, it's like right. a fenced off place for rich people. Like they don't want to see the stinking masses, you know, going next to their beautiful Capitol Hill building. It's the same thing. Like it's just, it's the same thing like what the communists did. The same thing. I mean, Che Guevara was educated. I think he was a, a doctor. Right, Che Guevara. Mm-hmm. Um, you had um, Fidel Castro, who was a lawyer. You had Pol Pot, who was who was very rich um, because his family was a rice farmer. So you had like these rich fucking Boraji acting like they're the proletariat. You know what I mean? It's the same thing that's happening today, but like in a different form. Like they're Democrats now, mm-hmm. for example. And it's the same thing. They just make it worse for everybody else. They want they they play that um, that role that they're going to say like the working class, but they make everything worse. I mean, look at California for example. Biden said that you know we should be like California. Absolutely not. Living here, it's fucking horrible. Well, because- no, like the, the the Americans, they say, well, California is one of the wealthiest states, and it is. But like, look at the wealth disparity. It's also right. one of the most impoverished. Uh, no, sorry, one one of the highest wealth disparities with one of the highest level of homelessness. Right. 
and it's like in, in I call somebody out. Uh, I was on a podcast not too long ago where I, you know, he well, he voted Democrat in, and we were talking about politics. And I asked mm-hmm. him, I go, your side, it's really fucking up California. I mean, it's it's the evidence is there, but you're you're refusing to see it because you if you drive down the freeway, dude, it's homelessness like all the way. Just you mm-hmm. see homeless people just like living yeah, on the streets and like that. Yeah. And so like our like for like you know we're laying off cops you know and firefighters and stuff like that and then we're giving free bus rides for example here in fresno it doesn't make any sense so you're you're lay off these people that we need especially during a pandemic for example and let alone the crime rate rent up through the roof like i got robbed not too long ago we contacted the police that was like two months ago and the detective would not come because they're so backed up because of the fact that they fired um, majority of cops and stuff like that so they don't have any fundings for that but they have you know but people can ride bus for free and stuff like that so what the fuck it, do cops do i wonder like when there's no funding like what 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 do they do all day like, I, if, you know what i a... think i think it's mm. because they they um same thing like for example like in in new york somebody just got you know got beaten to death out in the open with a fucking still pipe like if anybody's seen that video it's fucking terrible and like that's the democratic rule you know what I mean? And when you bring that up, you're right wing, you're Republican. I don't even consider myself a Republican or a conservative or anything like that. I just, you know, I'm like I, an independent. And when I bring this up, you know, it's like you're a bad person. And they use right wing to kind of shit your ideas down. That's pretty much what they do. I mean, look at Baltimore, for example, is like really screwed up. I mean, being a black person in a, Dem- in, in a Democratic run state or city is just bad for you because it's just it's really fucking terrible. And like in California and let everybody know that it's 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 bad. It's, it's going to was worse. like my, my favorite part. Like there was this uh, politician from Baltimore, like this. Uh, the chick. Uh, very. Yeah. Very yeah. sassy black lady. Yeah. And she was on television with some leftists. And I think like there was this uh, uh, this reporter. And like the first thing she said is like, she's a Jewish woman. Like the identity was very strong, you know, like to show that. (laughs) And and I think like she was, uh, she was the Democrat. She was a journalist. And she was like, what what do you, like she was literally like lecturing the black woman about black oppression. And I'm watching that and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. You know, like the, the, this lady lived in Baltimore. Like she grew up in Baltimore. She was black and she was like, I want to t- turn things around. And, right. and this reporter was like, do you know what I did for the black community? Like, you've no idea, Missy. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the same, dude, dude, I totally understand where, where she's coming from because I'm the same way. Like, I grew up poor myself, you know, living on welfare and stuff like that. But I, I, I'm, I'm very grateful for what I have. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get mad at you for being a successful YouTuber. I'm not gonna get mad at Elon Musk for being rich. I'm not gonna get mad at men for being good at technology, for example, because I, I'm, I live in reality. You know what I mean? Like I can't mm-hmm. be an Elon Musk. You know, I can't be a V. I can't be a Sargon of a cod. I can't be any of that. You know what I mean? I'm my own person. But like these, I feel like the the, the whole ideology of, of like intersectionality and social justice is more like a um, it's more like a, a bad taste in the mouth. Like it's like I feel like they like Marx, for example, is like a lazy motherfucker. If you list, if you really go to his, you know, um, who he was. I mean, he, I I don't not really sure he worked. I think he worked as a journalist, and that's pretty much it. He never got his hand dirty at any fucking factories or anything like that. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. he was a shit. He he had like a bastard child. You know what I mean? Like. All this information is there, but they refuse to see it. Like, I feel like this ideology is meant for people who are, like, really mentally ill. You know what I mean? It attracts the most narcissistic. Uh, it's it's more like a cult. I, I don't know if it's narcissistic, but I'll tell you why. Like, there was this study which showed what we all knew because 
if you remember before pronouns in the bio, people would have mental illnesses in the bio, like legitimately. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, but, but like it used to be on Tumblr, right? Okay. And they considered like having a mental illness to be underprivileged, right? Like that, that was like, if you are white, if you had a mental illness, then um, I, I guess like you were a vulnerable person and everyone else should have treated you better mm-hmm. because like you don't want to be mean to a person with a mental illness. So they had like uh, autism in the bio. They had ADHD. They had post-traumatic stress syndrome. Like they, they would have like, all these things, Asperger's, right? Uh, and there was like this study which showed that people who are far left, like not, not leftists, okay? Because you, yeah. you still have like the center and the moderates. Right. But like people who are on the far left had more mental illnesses that they were diagnosed with than any other group. Mm-hmm. And this this can mean either they are actually mental ill or maybe I guess like they were more concerned about mental issues so they were more likely to go and seek a professional help right but uh i i'm more willing to believe that no like based on the 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 things in the bio you know like the the mental illnesses in the bio which existed i think it was like five or six years ago it was a big trend about it right uh yeah and then it moved from uh mental illnesses it moved uh, into sexuality sexuality mm-hmm. yeah like oh i'm pansexual i'm asexual i'm blah 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 and now it's pronouns in the bio Right, right, um, and, yeah, and it's like a, it's like points as well. Um, I mean, the right wing does it as well. You know, like you see people with Pepe's, or you see, uh, like there was a time where where you had like a lot of uh, far writers having like statues. Um, like it's basically like a cultural trend, but but it does get to show that this is a community and they recognize each other based on signifiers. So oh yeah, so basically uh, like this human um tendency or like this uh, we want to belong. Yeah, to it's like another. like wearing a crucifix, you know. Right. Like the why do you wear a crucifix? It's it's to show to other people that are Christian, like to identify mm-hmm. yourself. As. Yeah, um, I'm pretty the, fucking bland. Yeah, myself, I I'm bland. I don't even wear jewelry. I don't even have tattoos. You know, <laughs> it's like I don't have to. Like I don't want nobody to to see me. Like I hmm. like I'm very I, like I my fucking you know I I'm not like the typical chick that has her fucking tits out or anything. Like I dress really conservative, but I'm not. You know, it's like I just don't want I don't want attention. To myself. Oh, do do, do you want to know a sad story? Like I had a a female subscriber messaging me. Uh-huh. And she basically never talked. I mean, she she liked to lurk. And she told me that she's from California. I think it's like because she listened to you, right? Yeah. So she listened to you. And the problem that she had was that she's a lesbian in California uh-huh. and couldn't find another woman that's not a social justice activist. Like that's she lesbian? just wanted. Yeah, like she, she was a conservative lesbian mm-hmm. and she couldn't find what she considered to be a normal person that's in the lesbian community like all the relationships she had were insanely toxic because of the people hanging out in california and i said look you did a good decent christian lesbian woman like (laughs) (laughs) you didn't go to the army and scissor those army women dude i have i'm friends with a lot of um uh, people who are lesbians and, and gays and stuff like that who are normal they they're not toxic or anything like that i think it's like a trend you know what i mean like to be um because these people pretend like they speak for us like the pop community like oh, i'm a black person i speak for all people of color like they love generalizing like um these made-up group of people in their fucking brain so um if she wants she can come hang out with me i'm pretty normal 
You well, know, I'll, just, I'll, I'll tell her that someone from California is pretty normal. <laughs> but I, I don't think like she has the problem with having normal people as friends. Like she just cannot find. Is it find... dating? Like, like she has yeah, like, like she, dating? She, yes, yes. Like she can't find a lesbian woman that's not a social justice person. Mm, I, like I a rabid Democrat. Uh, yeah. V, you're right. There's an anime called My Love Story, says Dean Domino, that I really like. Big Ugly Brute tries to woo cute shy girl nice and wholesome. Oh, that's sweet. Yes. That's really sweet. I mean, a lot of romantic. Oh, that's over. Talk about the romantic thing. Yeah. Yeah. Someone gave me a super chat. I had to read it. Yeah. So, but um, um, with like lesbian relationship and stuff like that, my my lesbian friends, when I was in high, like the university and stuff like that, they never Mm -hmm. really, um, never into that social justice stuff because we're more concerned about like, you know, school and stuff like that. Uh, But this is back when we were young. So I, it, that social justice stuff didn't really gain popularity until like 2013, 14. You know, it, so it was after the, um, uh, what, what was it? Uh, the Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. I think that was at like 2008. Was that, or I don't remember. Um, it was during the market crash. Ah, and 2008. By the way, Bear, I know you think it's funny. Uh, I wouldn't do that if I was you because Milo Yiannopoulos lost his PayPal because of that. <laughs> what did he do? He donated $14.88. Is that bad? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that, is that bearing the, the chick or is it? No, no, no. It's a subscriber. But basically, like Milo Yiannopoulos got his PayPal removed for that joke. Oh, I see. You know who else got like banned for that? Um, his name is uh oh, I forgot his name. <clears throat> Dangerfield. But I, yeah. Yeah, I do appreciate the donation there. Okay, like <laughs> I I'll tell you this, like after the Romanian government takes half of it, it will denazify it. It won't have the 14 and the eight. That's hilarious. That's fucking funny. <laughs> you know, it's like like all this, you know, be like uh, how can I say this? Like I don't get offended with ideas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so I'm on IG. If you guys have a... V, are you on IG? Uh, Instagram? No. Okay, you shouldn't. I, I would like to see pictures of the cat. I would fucking like that shit every day. But, <laughs> like, um, on IG, if you guys can follow me, it's just boon.him. That's pretty much it. Um, and uh, this... Somebody follow me on IG. And so mm-hmm. I don't pay attention because I don't get the notification. It's, it's, Instagram is pretty much just photos. So this person called um, a Mormon conservative. So I was like, mm. Mormon conservative? So I look at his photo. It's basically just a fucking boogaloo guy with a Nazi flag behind him. And I'm like, Mormon conservative, Nazi flag behind you. Don't they get banned on... Uh... No, he didn't get really? banned at all. No, he didn't. And I'm like, he messaged me because he was like, you know, he goes, You're, you sound like an interesting person. And I'm like, oh, shit, am I attracting these fucking weirdos onto my... Well, you know, the German-Asian alliance, though. So. <laughs> that I did not even know as well. I think it was like somebody um, on uh, went on Andy, Andy No and Joe Rogan. Um, I posted, I was like, you know, how is Andy No a white nationalist? And then somebody commented and said that uh, Hitler had an alliance with the Asians. And I'm like, wrong Asian, motherfucker. I'm Cambodian. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like people for like, okay. Okay, so like the Asian, remember going back to the beginning, you know, like the, the people that are attacking Asians, they're attacking Southeast Asian. We have nothing to do with the Wuhan virus mm-hmm. at all. That's Chinese. 
You know what I mean? Like, like nobody can't tell the difference. I mean, I mean, yeah, sure, rice is rice, whatever. But, but still, it's like wrong Asian man. You know, I think the alliance that Hitler did was in, in India, correct or Japanese? Uh, Japanese. Yeah. Okay. Wrong Asian. Wrong Asian. <laughs> those those are cool Asians. Okay, we're, I, we're talking about like the jungle Asian here. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, you know, like the uh, after the Nazi fall, the Germans had the Nuremberg trials, and right. the Japanese they they also had a similar trial that's not very spoken about. Okay. But the defense they said was that they were an isolated nation and didn't want to bother anyone until the Americans came with their black ships. So they had to industrialize, but in order to industrialize, they had to get oil. And in order to get oil, they had to invade their neighbors and partake into colonialism. And because the Americans partook into the colonialism, they just don't understand why the Americans are now morally lecturing them for doing the same thing that the Americans did. (laughs) And I was listening to that defense and I was like, Huh. <laughs> Dude, it's like I, I really like the thing is like if you like I said, if you really study history, if you really like are into that shit, you know that after a while, like these ideas. That's why you know when I saw the Nazi flag and stuff like that, it didn't bother bother me. Same thing with the communist flag and stuff like that. It doesn't really. Find, I didn't. I didn't find it offensive or anything like that. Even Khmer Rouge, you know, and and you know what the Khmer Rouge did, you know, some really bad shit. Because I know these ideas. Ideas start somewhere. And they're going to grow. And so, you know, banning them is not going to help. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to just make everything worse. And it's going to make it just like I said, it's, it's just going to radicalize them. That's pretty much it. And it's just like, <clears throat> you know, when he messaged me, I at first I was like, I don't get it. Like a Mormon conservative is a Nazi. I don't you know, I thought Mormons were like those people who dress like in like suits and ride their bikes. You know, what I mean, like not a Nazi. <laughs> it's like, I don't, yeah, it's. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Lapco ninety two. Thanks for your content, V. You on any Discord or any other social media? I have a couple of things to send to you, but I refuse to use the Twitter. Um, just uh, send it to me on Yahoo Mail. You have Yahoo Mail still? Yes, I have Yahoo Mail. And why wouldn't I have? Uh, the U.S. gunboat diplomacy in the one thousand eight hundred was responsible for Imperial Japan. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what's interesting mm-hmm. about that trial? Like um, the United States uh, didn't want to take out the Japanese emperor um, okay. because he was like little God for these people. And they, they also made the argument that uh, he wasn't the one calling the decisions. Like he was more like a figurehead and whatever, you know? So, so at the trial, they constantly refused to bring up the emperor because okay. if, a, yeah, like if a person would have said that he, he acted without the emperor knowing, then that's treason. And if you said that he acted with the emperor knowing, then that would mean that, uh, you know, the emperor is guilty of war crimes. Mm-hmm. So both the Americans and the Japanese constantly just treated the emperor like the elephant in the room. It's just like <clears throat> the argument that they make is just fucking amazing. Like, uh, for example, like the trial, the Khmer Rouge, the, the, the Cambodian tribunal. Mm-hmm. This trial happened for quite some time, and it started, I believe, like in '99 or '98. And Pol Pot, in my personal opinion, he, in, you know, from my understanding, I think he committed suicide. He didn't die by natural causes. So, anyways, during the trial, so brother number one, so basically like Lin Seri, Noon Chia, and all that, Kim Sampan, they make the argument that no, we did not commit a genocide. The lawyers for them were like, no, they did not commit a genocide because the fact that it's Cambodians committing crime against Cambodians, not a genocide. You know what I mean? So it has to be 
um, according to the, the definition of genocide, it has to be a another race committing you a know, genocide you know against what another I race. Yeah, 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 it's true. But you yeah. know what I noticed? It's like a lot of these totalitarian regimes, which literally have the power to do everything they fucking want. Right. They they always like justify the atrocities in some way. Like they could just say, yeah, we're doing atrocities. So what? Suck your, you know, suck You're my right. Cock. Right. Uh, but like even China, you know, they uh, just completely the, the denied Uters, yeah, Tiananmen the Muslim. Square. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, the Tiananmen Square and, and the Muslims, like they completely denied that's happening. And I think like, why? Why do you do that? Just accept it. <laughs> just fucking accept it. You're doing it. But, you know? Okay, but, but the thing is, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, V, that means that the United States can't have to do the same thing like with um, the Obama administration. Obama's going to be have to be trial for war crimes with Yemen. No, I mean, I think that's what it is the 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 whole thing against um that mindset you know what I mean like to accept your bullshit um so the the Americans will have to be you know do the same thing you know what I mean so to, uh, to kind with, of even the playing whom? field like, like what what are you talking about like some drone strikes or no what? you remember um uh, so the uh, in Yemen um uh, the Obama administration what they did was they bombed the fuck out of them basically mm-hmm. and so um we um most Americans know especially like libertarians they bring this up where um Obama pretty much he is the most person who the most president to bop the drop the most bombs so it really debil- debilitated yemen so basically um people no, but are- other cultures do that like isis that's for true. example yeah, yeah like I I, mean, isis no, no, what, what i'm talking about like is atrocities against your own people right, right? like yeah. war crimes is a different thing right um because like you, you have cultures that like they justify so for example isis you know yeah right. they 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 don't hide like the fact that they they're going to use brute force and they're going to right. terrorize it, but but like I'm talking uh, about uh, you know like China doing a trust against its own people. They're like okay, Tiananmen Square never happened. That's true. Or, yeah, yeah. Like, like oh, I get what uh, you're saying. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. The Soviet Union, it's like Holodomor never happened. Uh, like that type of thing is what I want to say. Right. Okay. I totally see. Like, what what Holodomor is not like um the Ukraine though. I mean mm-hmm. Stalin pretty much. It, that's a man-made famine well the red army went into the place they because because it happened to one of the villages my yeah but the red army went in they confiscated everything that was food so grain livestock everything right. they took away they encircled the village and anyone that tried to escape was killed and right. as you can imagine with nothing to eat you know people started hunting the birds then they started eating leaves and grass and you know some acts of cannibalism were reported and it's just fucking horrible but right yeah uh, right. Articles about identity politics skyrocketed after Occupy Wall Street. Theory about this is that corporations using it to destroy opposition. I actually had a video about that, and uh, it's it's very difficult not to correlate the explosion in identity politics skyrocketing after Occupy Wall Street. Right, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's like the same people the um, that um, mm-hmm. Occupy Wall Street in 2008. They did the same thing with Occupy the White House, I believe, and it didn't go mm. through um as well so and the majority of the people like tim pool and stuff he i think that's where tim pool got uh, popular um from yeah, occupy yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um but i me think it was working at vice at the time actually yeah yeah and then oh vice used to be so fucking cool and then also just became so woke you know what i mean like could we yeah. define vo- woke like i get confused oh like, yeah like, i can okay. i can i can i can i i will go to the chinese like the best thing when <laughs> you come to the to, yeah no they have a word yeah. for it um yeah. Is it the baizhou? Yeah, the baizhou. Baizhou. Ba- yeah, like, let me. Mm-hmm. Baizhou. Yeah. Um, 
so uh, naive Western educated person who advocates for peace and equality only to satisfy their own feeling of moral superiority. Uh, right. Baizu only cares about topics such as immigration, minorities, LGBT, and the environment, while being obsessed with political correctness to the extent they import backwards Islamic values for the sake of multiculturalism. <laughs> the, Chinese... <laughs> the Chinese sees the Baizu as ignorant and arrogant Westerner who pitied the rest of the world and think they are saviors. Right. Is, isn't this like a better definition for woke as you can possibly come up with? Like we, we like every time I, I say woke, people are like, well, define woke. To oh, yeah, me, then, then give them the definition of Baizu. <laughs> to <laughs> me, like, I feel like with well, these people who are like, like woke, I feel like the whole idea, you know, like um, I was watching a video the other day. They were defining woke and that it was a, it, the, the, the term is old, yeah. but like the social justice warriors, um, a.k.a. whites took it and ruined it. And now they're like. Like here's the thing, okay, and and this is what postmodernists fail to grasp is that True. yeah, there there are three levels of understanding of human understanding. There is understanding something, and you can explain it to others. Understanding something that you cannot articulate, and just not knowing. So there might be a lot of things, like for example, in the case of the walk, where people like know what they're talking about, but they can't put it in words. Okay. So just because you can't put something in words doesn't mean that you don't in- instinctively know, like you don't have the wisdom to understand that that might be bad. Right. Um, like, for example, I don't know why if I throw water on my computer, it's going to sizzle out in flames. Right. Um, but I just don't do it, you know, but but I can't explain the physical reaction and, and the, the, of throwing water over a hot computer that that is going to take place. I just know it's going to ruin the computer. Right. But just because I can't explain it or articulate it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So like the whole, <clears throat> like to me, when like this, like, like I'm starting to hear the term at my job to diversify um, the, I guess the top dogs, I guess with the company. Mm-hmm. And to me, I feel like that's kind of racist. And here's why, because it's like if somebody hired me because I'm a fucking Cambodian chick, for mm-hmm. example, right? Right. You're saying that I think like a Cambodian in Cambodia. <laughs> you know what I mean? Doesn't that sound fucked up? I'm fucking American. I was born here, man. I don't know nothing in Cambodia. I don't know how they think. I mean, sure. We well, my, my favorite point with this is that, okay, so you can have two people that aren't racist, okay? Right. And, and <laughs> But the moment they start a company, those two people, they become racist because they haven't hired a minority. Right. And they also become homophobic because they didn't hire a gay person. (laughs) Because it's like like saying like, okay, like, like, okay, you're saying that gay people think differently. You're saying Cambodian people think differently. You're saying black people think differently and that they will bring like a different, like, diverse. Oh, you, you know, you know, that chick from Apple, diversity officer from Apple got fired because she suggested that 10 white people in the room can be diverse because they can have different ideas. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 <laughs> that was that was a controversy back in the day. Let me let me see if I can find like she had to apologize. And after she apologized, they fired her. Because that's uh, like saying like, like, that's like saying all Romanian people think alike. That's not yeah, true. Literally, that, that is literally. But well, it's not even that like they don't view Romanians as a specific identity. So they w- when they say white, they, they basically mean Skin all color. Europeans. Yeah, like they mean color. all Europeans are the same. 
Like, like for them, if a German invents something or a Romanian invents something, it's the same thing. Or if a German does something bad or a Romanian does something bad, it's the same. Oh, my God. It's really, like, really, like, it's fucking confusing because, like... Well, it's the same with Asians, right? Like, they don't make the distinction between Cambodians and Japanese. Right. And they, we are totally fucking different. And Japanese, they colonize us, too. You know what I mean? Like, they're well, French. Yeah, I mean, oh, one yeah. of them made the anime and had an empire. and the other one... Yeah, the other one is fucking good at, you know, dudes dressing as chicks and prostitutes. <laughs> Christ. Okay, uh, let me let me find Apple Diversity <laughs> Officer fired. Oh and God, she was a black lady as well. Yeah, really? Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fired a black so, chick. So. Yeah, they fired a black chick because she had a uh, bad opinion. So, yeah. I mean, me and you, we we kind of were in the POC. Gener- <laughs> gener- you know, it's like we're, we're in that category. I mean, we don't think alike. I mean, we don't. I mean, sure, we're having a conversation, but I'm pretty sure that we have disagrees disagreement as well. But the, the, but you see what I'm trying to say? Like, it's I, I find it kind of fucking racist because you're assuming that I think like a fucking Cambodian. That's really okay. Like, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm shutting the screen, right? So okay, uh, yeah, let me yeah. let me see if I can find the one. Um, uh, Urban Dictionary. Uh, have you been like searching for couches because that's your ad? And that's why yes, <laughs> yes. I'm I'm buying furniture. Yes. Okay. So um, just close the images here. So Apple's diversity chief out after outcry. Um, apparently, uh, she only had six months on the job after causing an outcry by saying that being a minority or a woman are not the only criteria for diversity. Right. And she said there can be 12 white, blue-eyed, blonde men in a room, and they're going to be diverse too because they're going to bring different life experiences and a life perspective to the conversation. Um, and it, it kind of makes sense, you know, because like what she's talking about is class difference. Because mm-hmm. you can have like 12 white people that grew in different backgrounds. So, you know, like, um, uh, like, like class also matters, but like corporations don't want people to be class conscientious because class conscientiousness hurts their bottom line, can cause the new Occupy Wall Street. And that's the last fucking thing they want. So, <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure this is like this part of conspiracy theory. So I'm going to act like Alex Jones right now. Like, I feel like they, they're doing this identity politics is just to distract the, oh, but the it's not a conspiracy now. theory. Like they outright, um, they outright claim. Like Whole Foods, for example, they got an app which talks about uh, the likelihood of people unionizing in one of their stores. And uh, an important aspect of it is diversity, right? And it's not diversity like if you have different people. It's the ideology that they bring. Uh-huh. So, like, like, okay, just just think about it this way. Coca Cola recently was um, in a controversy because they they said their employees that they need to be less white and you have to think <laughs> about it yeah yeah, yeah. less white <laughs> yeah you, you got to think about it from the point of view of coca-cola right how do they benefit like how do they make money by telling their employees this nonsense right because they, they, they don't tell it to the public they don't they just they told it to their employees and and that leaked and the reason is that it's a divide and conquer ideology like you're not going to unionize with another person that hates you it, it's the same thing that they do in californian prisons um they pit the prisoners against each other using right. race culture and gang culture right. so that when they riot they, they go at other prisoners rather than go towards the guards right right and like in, in even in prison i mean you go to your race i mean that you are i don't know if you're romanian you go to pr- you prison here in america you're probably gonna end up with like, the Aryan people. oh like, like no no no. yeah i mean i i looked at some I, I looked at some prison channels um and they're really insightful like you you get um a lot of dudes from california there's like this black dude uh big herc 
And he actually talks about how, yeah, like you go in a prison, the neighborhood you're born in and the gang, if, if you're affiliated, like you got to put work for them. And if you don't, they kill you. Right. So if, if you go to a prison and, you know, like you're, let's say, a white person and you don't go to the white gang, uh, they shank you just like that. I mean, right. there's no discussion. There's no conversation. And um, it's, it's the way it is. Right. Right. And it's just like that. that's pretty much what they're trying to do, like <clears throat> with the corporation and stuff like that, because they're trying to like now this is like a class thing, too. I mean, like I would get along with somebody who's like, you know, same background, you know, like poor and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Then I yeah, I I'll, I totally get back. I don't I don't get along like if to say that Asians will bring like this idea of an Asian perspective. <laughs> I don't know what it's like to be a rich Asian like in San Diego there's a lot of rich Cambodians they don't know nothing I got I'm not I, I see they're Cambodian sure but I'm not gonna get along with them like I, right away because they're fucking Cambodian you know what I mean it, it's it's just I don't get it. it's so fucking stupid and every time like I bring it up I'm like you know I'm I'm seeing like a bad person but I just don't I don't see this idea of like like to put like not hire a white guy because of the fact that he's a white guy um yeah you you're, really... you're basically robbing yourself from that because like if you're not hiring based on merit and you're hiring on anything else then you're getting anything else and you're not getting merit right you know, you know like, what I mean? it... yeah uh labco92 says know what it was easier to just sign up on patreon five dollars a month now dance monkey dance stay awesome and hope the cat pulls through the oh, cat is so actually sweet. doing much better so thank you yeah, uh, and aerodynamic carry on count chakula sh- shout out to your guests from the orange county california and to another Oh, nice. Orange County. Oh, Orange County is like, Orange I think County. it's like Republican, I think. Um, really? <clears throat> they're not, they're not, they're not conservative or Republican, but they're like kind of free, you know. Um, you got, you got Republicans in California? That's. Oh yeah. They're small, dude. They're like a little small minority. <laughs> they could be, a, can, can we diversify and put Republicans because they're minority? <laughs> it's like, dude, it's like this whole thing is really fucked up and it's going to get, I don't know if it's going to get worse or not. You know, I'm kind of like optimistic. Maybe I'm naive. I don't know. I I generally don't know where this is going to go. Um, oh, you're like, in Romania, dude. You're lucky. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the shit is coming to Europe. It's not that uh, I I can consider myself lucky. I mean, Romania has other problems, but yeah, this this is not one of them. Yeah, you, you're you. But, but I still I still want to know that people are doing good. I mean, I get a lot of American subscribers, and I I want to know that they're having a good life. You know, I don't. Like what happened to Texas really, you know, made me sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I went through that shit. You know, like usually when something bad happens, I'm like, oh, I can't imagine how it's like. But with Texas, yeah, I can imagine how it's like because I grew up like that. Um, Because the the dear leader wanted to export everything. Uh, Mm -hmm. There were a lot of energy cuts and a lot of water shortages. Right. And yeah, you, you had to be in the middle of the winter with three jackets on indoors. Mm-hmm. in order to keep yourself warm and yeah i mean it's it's really horrible yeah and you know you, you get stories of people without water you get stories with people without electricity it's it's just like insane yeah it's like really um um i don't know if you know um there is a particular uh town in romania where <clears throat> chichesky was like something um it's underneath like tossic you know, like mm-hmm. the whole city is underneath. T- t- uh, you guys look at it, it was really cool. It's like the church stands out, but like there is just the city is just completely covered in like disaster. Like it's oh, yeah, really yeah, sad. Yeah. So it's really like for V. V got to go night night because mm-hmm. he's um he's old. It's, uh, it's like, almost two a.m. now. <laughs> so 
Good night, V. Thank you for streaming. And I thank you to your audience for listening to our little rant. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't even plan this. It's just me and V. First no, no, it's, it's just me. Yeah. I mean, anytime it's just that, you know, it's different timetables and it's kind of difficult to have you on. Yeah, I know. Um, and um, I, when I, when I get to Nevada, I promise, because in Nevada, I'm going to be more free than I do now. You know, and by the way, there's this YouTuber Spoonie. I mean, uh, fuck me. Okay, so this guy is tweeting on on uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. and he said that uh, he hasn't seen another human being for a month. Damn. And his house is covered in snow, and he can't get out. And come nobody he, helping him, this guy. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he says that uh, the the food delivery doesn't even go there. Like, you oh, know, like I'm man. thinking, it's like, is this really? Like, are, are other people so far in with snow? Like, you shouldn't allow your house to get entombed. I mean, you, you, the moment you have snow in front, you sh- you're supposed to go out and clean it, like shovel it. Right. I mean, is th- he like are... old or maybe he's old? Or... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's old, but it's like in my country, we had entire villages, you know, covered by snow because it's, it's right. like it happens often here. But like people dig tunnels from house to house, like they they keep in touch with their neighbors and and they try to dig each other out and like you you literally have like an ant colony when these snows go higher than houses. Yeah, yeah. Like people just don't get entombed like it happened to Spoonie, and it's just like fuck, you know. Like that's I hope why. It's okay. Like you should invest in a flamethrower of Elon Musk and just fucking use that shit and just blow that crap. I'm in California, so the weather's fantastic here, and I, I'm not. I'm not saying that to be like a dick or anything like that, but I'm gonna be moving different states to a snowy. I'm gonna live up in the mountains, basically. Out. In oh, the apparently, apparently, like people in Texas don't have snow and they don't understand it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm not really a um. Uh, I don't like winter. I'm I'm a fucking lizard. Yeah, I hate it as well. My my god, like the the heating bill is mm-hmm. the worst. Do I mean, me too. Do like the ish. so. V, thank you for so much for you know. Oh, thank out. you, thank you for being here. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're trying to be. Me and V has been trying to do this for like fucking months. You know mm-hmm. <laughs> we've been hitting you want to stream oh man i'm at work oh you want to stream well, yeah, no, you, I'm going you, to bed. you ask me yeah i mean you ask me at 5 a.m and it's like no <laughs> i can't stream and not to mention like uh yeah. in this house my fiance can hear like almost everything from this you, room have you um, um soundproof your house or what do i have to like i mean I, I wanted to soundproof my room but um the problem is that i don't know if it keeps the sound from going out like i know it removes the echo but i don't know if it like keeps the sound from exiting the room uh, and the second thing that I don't know is how much it will cost. Because I think it's going to be expensive as fuck if I have like all those sponges on the wall and shit. Yeah, well, um, let me know, man. I'm totally down. I have I have all these sponges in the fucking... I, like I said, I'm going to be like... I, I'll have my own studio and stuff like that in Nevada. So mm-hmm. I'll be more available. Um, but um, yeah, totally. Don't well, need to be... Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank <laughs> you for being here. Don't need to be if he, you know, so you can put his little sponge... <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Hagnar, I'm not going to delete the stream. And thank you, Rusta, for the uh, super chat. Thank you all, and have a nice night. All right, guys. All right, bye.